2: Let's go, it's our What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast, and with me, as always, this time back from from his from his hellacious job, which I can't say much because my my job is literally in hell because it's hot outside in Texas, and I'm in an AC company, and we don't have no AC in the warehouse. And yes, I know it's ironic. I've, 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 I've accepted the irony, but uh, but Edward's Edward's job is still pretty rough. So Edward. You're back, yo. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Cause who's back, back again? But yeah,
2: but, man, quite quite the shit has come out um, <laughs> since since last week. But um, but oh before, yeah, before we talk about that, man. So, all right, dumb question. Do you drink mm-hmm. mineral
3: water?
1: No, I drink alkaline water, but not mineral water.
2: Have you ever tried mineral water? Isn't it
1: uh, topo chico?
2: Yeah,
1: topo chico. Uh, yeah. Lacroix. Cro- La oh, I've never
2: tried Lacroix, but I've tried topo chico. Do you like topo chico? Yeah, it's alright. Okay, so I used to hate that stuff, and I don't know if there's like a correlation with the fact that I am basically dehydrated every single day, being that I that I literally work in a sauna. Um, once again, I understand the irony of being in an AC supply company. And be in a warehouse with no AC. <laughs> it does not pass. Me, it does not pass me by every single day. Literally, it pass. i literally passed by AC units every single day. <laughs> and and you know it was bad, Edward, when I stepped outside and I was like, "Wow, it feels nice out here."
1: Damn. <laughs> it's well, like, probably because
3: there was no there was no
2: airflow going through. There's literally. zero airflow that goes goes on, and I. There's days when I'm like I'm dripping sweat, like you know how you're like a, you're because you know me like when when we played soccer like I don't sweat as much as and it's not like uh, it, I honestly everyone keeps like oh it's because you don't put in effort Edward can tell you I put in a lot of effort out on the field yep um but I just don't sweat like that um in my job I am drenched in sweat and so and I'm like oh so nah, I can't sweat but Edward he's literally like his his clothes are wet his like his yeah. Like he can, he can well, literally use his shirt as a weapon. Like if he wants I, to, see.
1: you mean like a like what was it called the 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 towel the the towel thing the, the towel whip? Yeah, the 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 rat tail. There you go, the okay. rat tail. Yeah, I could literally, and then you could hear that smack. Just it, it'll hurt. Yeah, it'll same. hurt. Um, like everyone's like shirt the thing looks, is,
2: looks like me going into the pool. Damn! Like, yeah, <laughs> that's how that's how sweaty you get, man.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, the thing is, like, my heart rate is so low. Like, my resting heart rate is so low. But when I play soccer, then it'll start, even if I, if I when I jog or like, if I, I don't play as aggressive, like, if I'm the one that stays back and I'm like chilling, I won't sweat. Like, I won't sweat. But it's like when I do those runs and then when I go trying to, trying to attack and stuff, then it's like when I sweat. I actually did try that theory out a few, few, a few weeks ago. I was like, I'm gonna just stay in the bag, chill, bro. I swear, like all I did, all I had was like sweat around my forehead, and that was it. Like my body was like fine. I was like, it felt weird because I'm used to sweating, like you said, but it, it felt really. I felt off. I felt like, oh man, I didn't play as hard as I did. I guess. Right. I
2: think it's funny how we judge our 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 how much work we put into either an exercise or a game, judging by our sweat, which is probably not. An accurate way to do it. But anyways, the whole point of this is that like ever since I started working at the warehouse, um, there was one day I came home and there wasn't really much options for like drinks. And I wasn't really trying to, I think like I already drank like two water bottles and I was like, okay, I, I know, I know not, you know, obviously drinking water is not bad, but I mean, like, you know, I wanted something else. And the only thing that right. was there was, was this, this can of LaCroix and, um, my mom, my brother, my brother in law, me and Wendy were both like, we don't see why people like mineral water. Um, if it it's yeah. weird, but uh, I cracked it open, I drank it, and I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Um, and since then, I've just been drinking mineral water. And so I'm not entirely sure if it's because I like mineral water or I'm just so dehydrated that I just don't care what I'm putting in my mouth. Um, <laughs> pause. <laughs> yeah, I was about to
1: say, I was like, that's what she said.
2: But go ahead. <laughs> I just like, I just don't care what I'm drinking now. Um, but... There you go. That's the right word. But yeah, so, like, I don't know if that's the case or what I... I, But yeah, like, and then, like, uh, a few days ago, because, like, you know, I was like, oh, I mean, I've been drinking Lacroix for a while now. I wonder what what Topo Chico tastes like. And so, I found, like, the the last time I had Topo Chico, I made, like, an instant face when I drank, when I took a sip of it. So, I was like... And it wasn't like, oh, you were a child, Hector. No, I was in my 20s when this (laughs) happened. So... So I was like, oh, let me, let me try it. And yeah, I, I was like, oh, I could drink this. So, so yeah, so I think I, either I'm growing up, which I, it doesn't seem that that's the case because you don't really care too much for mineral water. Yeah. But, but yeah, so that's, that's me growing up is I, I, am opening myself to different things. Anyways, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Um, but yeah, so we got quite the episode. Um, actually, before we get into that, Edward, I need a, I need you to hear your thoughts on the Jersey Pet that I have placed last week. Um, (laughs) So, how do you feel about the possibility of Tottenham winning a trophy this season?
1: It cut cut off. What'd you say? Uh,
2: The jersey bet. The jersey bet is, I will do a jersey giveaway if Tottenham wins a trophy.
1: (laughs) I mean... (laughs) You... Legit, it's just like, uh I mean, go for it. I mean, honestly, I'm just like, I mean, the that's
2: been in place. Like, it's not. There's no going back now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's possible that they can.
2: I, I, mean, I do possible. It's like they can do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, no joke. They, I, I think they can. Well, yeah, uh, they. I mean, shit, you know. So, we'll, we'll see,
2: we'll see, we'll see. But so yeah, that's that's what we're doing now. So, the Jersey Bed, that's what be a place. Um and and oh, uh, so we do have a quiet episode. We got transfer watch, we'll be previewing the Serie A and La Liga season cuz that's kicking that's kicking off this weekend. Obviously, the the seasons are starting a lot earlier because of the World Cup in Qatar cuz there's going to be that pause that's going to happen. During the World Cup, and then they'll resume, and then which which will also mean the the season starting early, but it will also end later. So so thanks Qatar, um, sure. but yeah. So we'll preview the Serie A season and La Liga, um, and I'll, I'll we'll also have Edward touch up on his thoughts on on EPL Liga and and, and Bundesliga as well, just so, just so you guys know how Edward feels about those seasons. Uh, we're oh, actually gonna man. we're also gonna kind of. Take a look at, La, at Liga Amequis. I kind of mentioned that last week when I did my 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 halfway breakdown of the MLS. We are at the halfway point of the Apertura, which is crazy to say, but we are. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take a look at at where the teams are right now. I am completely surprised that Toluca's in first place. Um, so spoiler on that one, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I, I pleasantly surprised, but surprised nonetheless. Um, give you guys our games to recap, announce our players of the week. I'll of course, give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. It's going to be a big weekend because well, the Power 5 leagues are back in action. All of them will be back into play um, quite the week actually this past week for English Premier League for their start no, as, I especially As well as Bundesliga and, and well, League 1 also was there. But I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I don't know if you and me should be debating on whether or not uh, league Un is is the is the fifth team in the Power Five, or should we be considering another league? we'll, we'll talk about that next year, for next season. But um, and then obviously, proving, you know, all the seasons are kicking off, so we're going to go ahead and kick off our three up, three downs on the jerseys, and we'll start off with League Un. And uh, actually, we have uh, a special guest that will be attending each three up, three down with us. Not attending with us, but he will be dropping some audio clips. Uh, For each one because he loves jerseys We'll we'll let you guys know when we get to Get to the end of that part But yeah, so we do have quite the episode So we'll go ahead and take a break And then we'll get going with Transfer Watch Hector Are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible
1: What's Audible?
2: Audible allows you to listen to A large library of audiobooks at your convenience
1: What if I'm not sure about Audible?
2: Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash insert FC podcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC. I'm
1: gonna start my free trial right now.
2: All right, man. So we're gonna sham plug because that's what we are now. We're we're sellouts. Um run your page. Run your page is A survival pool type uh, website where it's not just, it's not just NFL, NBA, NCAA, sport, you know, all all the sports. They're also currently doing a World Cup survival pool, which we're actually um, doing one for, for the podcast. So, uh, make sure you guys check out. It is the pinned tweet on our, on our Twitter at Instagram And actually we pinned it on Instagram as well. So you, those are both ways to check out how to enter into our World Cup survival pool. If you guys want to see if you can. Predict the winner of the World Cup. And the winner of the survival pool will receive a jersey of the country that wins the 2022 FIFA World Cup. So make sure you guys go ahead and enter once again Instagram, Twitter, at C. It is pinned on both those social media platforms. So you can enter. Um thanks to Run Your Page for partnering with us for that survival pool. And also thanks to Belly Up because obviously they gave they they all brought this opportunity up to us. So we went ahead and took full advantage of it. But yeah, go ahead and check it out. Run your pool. Very fun website. If you guys like NFL as well, Belly Up is also doing their own survivor pool. Um, and see if you guys can, can, uh, match some of the great minds over there at Belly Up Sports. Yes, sir. All right, Edward Transfer Watch. And we're going to kick things off with Renato Sanchez, man.
1: The, the kid who is not really a kid.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The kid that's not really a kid. Um, Kind of, kind of blew everybody's mind in in the twenty twenty sixteen, right? Yeah, twenty sixteen I mean, Euro. He
1: was, yeah, he, he he was in the Euro. Then he joined. Then he joined PSG. No, or he not went PSG. To I'm Munich. sorry.
3: Yeah, that's Bayern what it
1: was in. Bayern Munich. Spoiler alert. But yeah, he went to Bayern Munich, and uh, he ended up. He he did okay. He wasn't like essential. Like he wasn't like a crucial player. It's just he, just, he, it's he, just
2: hard to break through that. That that's it's, it's hard to anyway. break through the ranks, especially especially like even with the homegrown
1: players. You know, like they even have they have they have depth, so it's like it's really hard to mess with the starters to mess with. You know, I mean, can you really take away Thomas Mueller's? I think at the time, I think was everybody still in there or twenty sixteen? Um, yeah, I think that was.
3: like I think he was
2: kind of near the tail end of his career. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Renato Sanchez kind of fell off a bit, ended up finding himself in Lille, was part of that championship team in Lille. Um, I think he was still with Lille the following season, but he is now getting attention from another team in France, actually, the big dogs of France, PSG. So he'll be joining PSG. um, So. Hence the spoiler alert. Spoiler (laughs) alert, you went to PSG. But yeah, so, uh, you know, good to see him back with a big club. Yet within his within the country that he's already been playing at, but you know, hey, you know, still a big club for him. Uh PSG, you know, like I said, they're gonna be trying to compete for Champions League and maybe they feel Ronaldo Sanchez could give them is that extra piece that they need for that.
1: Yeah, I mean hey, uh as much as as stacked PSG is, like maybe it's just I guess, I, I, I don't know. They I don't know what's going on. I, I feel like they're just they're just treating the players just kind of like, uh, how do I put this? Uh, they're treating them like trading cards. It's like, hey, we got the best of the best and we got the most expensive players. We got, we're building up. A Champions League team is just, you know, I feel like it's... um,
2: and if this team was like five years, four years ago, <laughs> it'd probably be a different story.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands down, big time.
2: <laughs> yeah, but... no, I And it, a very, very... Interesting groundbreaking transfer that happened into the MLS. Um, Ricky Puig or, or Puig or however the hell they pronounce it. I'm going to say Puig because, well, that's, that's how I saw it as is joining the LA Galaxy on a transfer, not alone, a transfer. Yeah, so The Barcelona Academy, La Macea product, um, you know, had some pretty good appearances when he was with Barcelona. Um, I guess he's not part of Xavi's plan. Apparently, he's an asshole. Is from what I, what I was reading, but you have been reading. But I've been reading. Um, which I feel like they always just. I think when things happen like this, when a player leaves like a club, I feel like they like th- then something starts coming out. Like, yeah, this guy was a total dick. Um, apparently, Puig is not like your typical talented young player because he comes from wealth. Because apparently, that matters. Um, I think if you're talented, your talent nonetheless obviously resources does help you in some way in life. But I mean clearly the guy can play. He's an amazing uh kind of more of a defensive type midfielder, but I've seen that man move the ball around like he, he can he could be a six, but I think he can also play an eight. Um yeah, he's he could, a very he talented. Could even, player. Honestly,
1: honestly, I feel like he could have taken Busquet's spot if they would have let him. He's just...
2: and, and that was the interesting thing, is like this kid looked like he was gonna be part of that future for Barcelona. Um, I know, I know. We had Ronald Coleman and him have some beef with each, with, with each other, um, but I guess maybe Xavi doesn't have part of, doesn't have him in mind for his future plans, or maybe the fact that Barcelona is just broken. They just need to figure out how to pay off the debt. So maybe that's what's going oh, on. Oh man, you have but no anyways, idea how pissed off I am. But anyways, ah. Ricky Puig going to the LA Galaxy, a young, very talented player going into the MLS. First of all, I would put your Barcelona uh, fan aside. How big is this for for the MLS and the LA? Gal- I mean, the LA Galaxy desperately needs this because they need to they need to get themselves in a playoff spot. But how big is this for the MLS in general?
1: I think I think it's huge because for one, it's not it, it's a player of of a, a very high caliber. I think like he is a midfielder, um, and he's he's young. He's not he's not old. He's uh he he's legit. Like what what twenty one, twenty two, twenty three? Like he's. He's young, like he's something that where it's like, okay, this dude should be in his prime. You know, like this dude this dude is actually he's worth something to 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 anybody to any team in Europe. I'm surprised nobody in Europe actually, you know, went for him. Um but it's just I, like you said, I think it's just like a, a playing card that they're they're trying to trying to do that has to do with like erasing their death. Um uh so yeah, it's just um I really, I really, really thought he was going to stick in there. I mean, if anything, like, I think uh, he was part of the, of the Masia with, along with uh, Carlos Aleña. Um, uh, he, he was up and coming with Gabi, Pedri, Minguesa. Like, he, he he was in there. He was in that squad in Barcelona B. So, you know, you would think, hey, you know, this dude is actually going to be part of the Barcelona future. But, you know, I, I guess the, there were different plans. Uh, in the making. So uh, I think for LAFC, you know, or I'm sorry, LA Galaxy, I feel like it's a, it's a hell of a move. To be Um, honest. If
2: this was LAFC, this would just put them,
1: (laughs) this would just put them even higher up there.
2: I mean, LA Galaxy still, still has some, some good talent on that team. Obviously Chicharito's there. Um, Douglas Costa, if he stops being a dick and just, and, and takes I feel like he just needs to take the league more seriously. I feel like he really hasn't. Um, and that's kind of pissing me off a little bit. Um, but I mean, still a very talented team. Obviously, Efrain Alvarez, a promising Mexican player, Julian Rajo. Um, mm-hmm. so a really good team just for just having issues, you know, performance wise. Maybe this guy could be that spark in that midfield that can help them push over the edge. And I mean, they're still within, they play, they're still close to the playoff table. So they can get themselves in. It's only the halfway point of the season. I mean, at this point, LA Galaxy could very much well join, get back into the playoff spot. But yeah, I, I think hu- huge for the MLS, huge for the LA Galaxy. Um, I think that this is somebody, maybe, maybe not someone's going to put butts in the seats. I think for Barcelona fans, I think definitely will. Um, just because obviously this is, we're talking about an academy product. And, and we don't, you know, sometimes with, with prospects, people are like, it's like no one knows how these guys are going to turn out. Even though we know Puig is definitely it. We've seen him play. Um, he's very good with the ball. Um, very, yeah. I don't want to say shabby s with the ball, but definitely has the, the footwork for it. But
1: he, he doesn't have, like let's put it this way, he doesn't have the flair and the Sergio Busquets starts to show. Um, but he has that similar play style. But like you said, he does have that shabby s kind of... Uh, kind of play playing to him but like you said he's not a center uh, attacking mid he's more of a center defensive mid or just a plain old you know midfielder like he's the one that will play like go ahead and try to see if there's any open spaces going on he has like he has he has a good vision i'm not going to say yeah you're you're like i'm not going to say yeah he's, he has vision like xavi where he's going to predict where the run's going to go or he knows where the players are going to go like he, he's he's around there like no lie but he he still
3: has many many years to go ahead
2: and develop. Well, so we'll see. Let's see what he does with LA. Um, this might help you give you some relief because maybe this ends the their pursuit, Barcelona's pursuit of this player. But Aspas is extending with Chelsea. Um, uh, okay. So I mean, da- truth, I mean talented truth. player, okay. but I think for you it's probably just because ah. you want you want players of more of the. Younger side, and obviously Aspalicueta is not that on the younger side.
1: No, and and, and the thing is, like uh, maybe like five years ago, that's when I would have loved to see him in Barcelona. Like, like I feel like he's in the same caliber as as like Gaia Jose Gaia. Mm-hmm. Um he, he's in that same kind of kind of stint, you know. Maybe if maybe even six years ago, like that would have been cool to see him there. But I mean, now he's he, he's a bit on the you know he's he's a veteran. Like I'll be honest, he's a veteran. He to me he's a, he's good. I'm not gonna take that away from him. He still has a lot of playing time as a left he's back He's just not what Barcelona needs right now. Yeah, exactly. Like literally, Barcelona right now has a, he's they have a young midfield, which I'll give him that. But they also have like kind of like. Yeah, as much as I would love to see Lewandowski in Barcelona, like I wish that would have happened years ago. But right now, Lewandowski is still freaking on fire. But now we just wait, have to wait and see what the deal is. If he's going to be able to play, if he's going to be able to adapt to the playing style. We'll, we'll um, definitely get into that part. But yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, but, I, I just. And then Obama Yang, same thing, you know, age. Um, so right now it's like basically the, the defense is still, they're trying to build it up, I guess, uh, with youth, but it's just, and I, I, I don't know. Like I still miss the, the days where it was like La Masia, you know, like where it was like Barcelona products, you know, like it was, uh, that, that was legit. Like the best, the best ever. I think that was even like, when I told you, I was like, dude, I was like eight, eight of the freaking 11 players of the world cup are from freaking Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Like think, the ones the ones that won the World Cup, but yeah. I, I
2: think the only issue right now and it's it's because of just now where the game is. because um, yeah. obviously the one thing that even as much as I, I hate to give Barcelona props for anything is that they've done such a great job building that building La Macea. But like the other thing that and I and I always give credit for that is that they're always smart when they make transfers. When they go and get a player that's going to instantly impact that team, and it's obviously because it's it's not necessarily like well, usually it is a position of need, but it's like they do it at a smart way. I mean, aside from Ibrahim, Ibrahimovic, probably wasn't the brightest move, but they, I mean, they they still got some. I think they got something out of it out of it with him. But um, the thing is with me though, with with Barcelona now, it's just that we live in the period. This is the, now the way that. Everybody's making big transfers. Real Madrid has been making big transfers over the years, but now it's like they're not they're not the only team doing it now. Now you see you know obviously Manchester City Liverpool's doing it now.
1: basically um, everybody who's big money, everybody who has like yeah money, and it's like you know, know,
2: Barcelona now is kind of like they're you, you struggling gotta, You gotta keep up with everybody now um obviously they did it in a very very bad way um very which, bad which they're, they're they're still paying for it literally. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, there's teams that prove that you can still do the, the utilize the youth products as well as still having that mixture. Like, I mean, Borussia Dortmund probably is one of the best examples now, you know, they are probably taking over Barcelona. It's like, these guys are really smart about their transfers. Um, I wish I could say that for this season, but unfortunately, Sebastian Haller is going to be battling cancer. Um. Which, I mean, they still have, uh, I believe, Adeyemi is going to yeah, be taking over that, yeah, that striker position. He's gonna be, yeah, he's
1: going to be taking over.
2: But, I mean, like, Edward could tell you, I thought it was super smart of Borussia Dorman to bring in Sebastian Haller. I was like, this guy, mm-hmm. this, is, this is the right move. Like, that's what I used to say with Barcelona. Like, when Barcelona went to go, like, Barcelona went to go with Thierry Henry. That's a smart move. They went and got mm-hmm. one of the best French, I think, strikers, but they played them at the wings. Like, that was a smart move. They, they went and got, uh, I'm trying to think. They, they went I mean, and got PK back. That was yeah. a smart move. I mean, granted, technically, you know, Academy product, but still, like, when they go get player, Claudio Bravo, when, when, you know, when, when, oh, yeah. smart move, like, when they make moves like that, it's like, they used to do that, like it was like you know it was still academy player, and it's
3: yeah. like oh
2: wow, that's a smart guy to bring in. Like it, that's what Barcelona used to do, but it's like I think now these days it's just you gotta keep up and compete and try and get those big signings, and and so like even though that was really not the Barcelona mold, because of the pressure of that, people were worried that oh we're not, which is kind of stupid because if you really think about it, Barcelona has been doing that for years and have dominated La Liga. For quite, I mean, they were Raheem. Drew was basically their bitch for for quite some time because of it. But like, I don't know, it, it it was stupid. But you know, shit happens. I think maybe the fact that they just got destroyed from Bayern Munich, maybe they're like, oh, we gotta change our ways. It's yeah, just, like,
1: stupid. Yeah, I think, I think no, I think what it was is also like, like basically them not winning titles, them relying so much on on Messi, thinking that okay, whatever player we bring. Messi's going to make him good. I mean, granted, for example, Paulinho, uh, you know, he was, he was like a... <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, And ironically, it was like Paulinho was Messi's pick, which I'm like, dude, I was like, that should have been like one season. Or even then, like, it shouldn't have been as much money, you know. And then Kevin Prince, Blateng, I'm like, out of no... Even I was like, wait, is in the team? I was like, no way. I was like, I was... I was shocked by the time. I was like, "No way!" I was like, "He's old." I was like, "He's like 32 or 34." Like, The dude was old, and I was just like, "There's no way he's in the team."
2: Yeah, I think that was Prince Boateng from like, uh, kind of funny. I've you in, said that about Inter like Milan. It was like a few years ago. Maybe we'd be talking a different. Yeah,
1: that, that's what I'm saying. I was like, and the thing is, it was like, I'm pretty sure they weren't free transfers. I'm pretty sure they weren't uh, like cheap. Signings, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they were actually up there in price. So that's one thing where like it, it just it, they, they made signings that made no look. Look right now. Uh, I mean, I want to get into it, but I guess we'll probably. I mean we'll we'll talk about it later. You know, like we'll talk about it later. But there's one thing I do want to get into. All
2: right, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep, keep going. going. We'll keep going. Yeah. So actually, weirdly, I'm talking about La Masia players. Uh, Cucurella, who was with Brighton this previous uh, was previous season, is now joined Chelsea, which was kind of funny because the rumors came out that Chelsea was uh was signing Cucurella, and then Brighton was like, "That's false. We haven't we haven't received an offer." And then next thing you know, Chelsea posts a picture of Cucurella in a Chelsea jersey. Um, <laughs> so, so you try Brighton. You try. I secretly hate Brighton. Um, because you know they 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 injured they injured Leno. Um and then I mean, it obviously, also, if it wasn't for them we wouldn't we would probably still have Andy Martinez. He'd be the backup goalkeeper, but we still have him. Um.
1: <laughs> so. uh, you saw what happened on okay. on. on um, no, you saw what happened on on. Uh, yeah, he got hurt. Martinez
2: got hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, see, if, if if none of this would have happened, Andy Martinez would still be healthy, and maybe, well, it probably wouldn't be playing for Argentina. Uh, so. And Argentina <laughs> probably would have never won Copa America. Um, you know what? Maybe hmm. it was a good... Th- I don't know. I, 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 you're, you're, you're doing a hit or miss there. <laughs> this is not working out for me. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Cucurella joining Chelsea. Um, I know I could play left back, fullback uh, a few times, but he's more more of a winger. Uh, at least that's how he tortured me when he was with Getafe. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the guy is very versatile, which fits to what... You know, two cool likes, which is, you know, obviously one of the best defensive minded managers in, in right now in the Premier League. So, yeah. So Chelsea, you know, after being tortured from Barcelona all, this whole transfer period, um, at least gets, gets a former Barcelona product. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they still got cool. They got coolabolic. So, I mean, they, I think they, that was the win for them. That was like the signing for, for Chelsea this year was getting you know, Koulibaly. Um, but yeah. Speaking of defenders, Matt Miazga, he his uh, his journey in Europe has now come to an end as he's returning to the MLS to go play for FC Cincinnati. Funny enough, he, he left Chelsea, actually. <laughs> so, so yeah, Matt Miazga is back in the MLS. Um, obviously, the World Cup is literally mo- like, what, two months now? Two months from now? Um, so we're months away from the World Cup. So he needs to play. Um uh, if he wants to get get into one of those World Cup spots. So, yep. so I mean and FC Cincinnati has looked really good so far. I think they're in the playoffs as well, in a playoff spot right now. So I think a good move. Match made in heaven in my opinion. Um but for for Matt Miaskin. Edward has nothing to say. <laughs>
1: no, I'd say yep, okay. I, like, I mean, you're right, he doesn't need to play. So he can actually get his uh, he, may, he may be having a spot for the World Cup.
2: Yeah. Uh, so remember when all of them, everybody's wondering where he was going to go, if he was going to stay at Liverpool, if he was going to go to Barcelona, which I would pray to the gods for that not to happen. Um, yep. and then went, ended up at PSG. And so, yep. so the, the gods did it. Um, and he really didn't have his, I honestly forgot he played at PSG. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I, was, I forgot he was there because. Honestly, I just don't watch PSG. That's honestly the main thing is like, I just, I don't, I'm like, oh my God, PSG is playing. I don't watch it. You know, I, the only time I watch PSG is maybe like if they're in the Champions League or obviously I watched them when they had to play, when they were playing Real Madrid. Um, but mm-hmm.
1: like
2: I really, and I, and I didn't see when all of them. So I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, oh shit, I forgot he's there. This, so that was, this was my, my, my learning moment. Uh, but he's going to join Roma on loan. So he's, I don't know if he's ever, been with uh with, with Jose Mourinho but um he seems happy so at least for right now we, we you know we know the Jose Mourinho effect but maybe right. maybe he wants to give him a tattoo <laughs> so, yeah, man, i love I, love, I love mentioning Jose Mourinho yeah. has a tattoo
1: <laughs> you just you are just you're enjoying yourself
2: I, I love it i love it um continuing on ben uh, Belgium striker he's been pl- playing with Chris Piles as of lately, is joining DC United. Hmm. I wonder I wonder who influenced him to go there. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we know that um DC United is dead last in, in the Eastern Conference. So uh Wayne Rooney obviously, I don't think they're gonna make a if they somehow make a run, I'm gonna be shocked because there's no way they can come back from from what the damage has been done to them already. But obviously, you know, they got a bill for next season. Um, and, and I, th- when Rooney's name is definitely going to be helpful for DC United, <laughs> obviously, with the fact I think he, he has connections. Um, so, and, and Penteke, I think he's a very good striker. Um, has, has been very solid for Crystal Palace. Uh, I, honestly, for some of the, te- some of the teams that he's played for, he's, he's got a lot of Premier League experience. Um. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is honestly like a, a step up from. Uh, honestly, anything's a step up right now for DC United because they're last place. So I mean, they they uh, they're willing. And this isn't me taking a jab. I mean, literally, they lost a lot of players because. I
1: mean, that, that's uh, what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like to me.
2: No, I mean, uh, yeah, but they are, they lost a lot of players. I mean, Edson Flores is back in in Liga Meckes. Um, they sent some other guys out to other teams as well. So I mean, they're they're you know Wayne Rooney's trying to build the team how he wants it. And, I mean, you just brought in Bendeke. That's a really solid player, at least for next season. Say if they do make a run, they manage to get seven plays. I mean, that'd be impressive. But still, like, I mean, it's not, that's not out of the question. It's just really hard to do. They got to basically not lose, you know, from from here on out. Um,
1: this is it. That's, that's, that's you're just, not supposed challenge.
2: to lose. Huh? You're like, you're not supposed to lose. Like, you just you just can't lose it. from here on out to make a playoff spot. And that's to make seventh. So, I mean, once you're in, <clears> that's it. And, you know, you gotta get in, you gotta be in it to win it. So, I mean, like it's possible, but I mean, I don't think they're gonna be. It's it's, it's not it's impossible to not lose a match. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's gonna yeah. happen. Like DC United basically has to win every single game from here on out. That's the same thing for the Houston Dynamo. They if they want to make a playoffs, but they have to win every single well not win, but they'd have to like not lose from here on out. Which they got destroyed by Philadelphia six to nothing. And then they basically handed Vancouver like two goals in the final, in the final minutes of the game. So that's great. Um, but,
1: so you said that's great.
2: Yeah. And, and everyone's now bashing on, uh, on Hector Herrera, which is, that's, that's fantastic. (laughs) So, so yeah, that's, that's the world I live. But anyways, great, great signing for DC United. Obviously for next season, probably not this season because, uh, like I said, they got, quite quite work. I mean they did win they win on Wayne Ruiz debut, so well you know there's the first win. But uh we'll see what happens with DC United. But yeah, great signing. I think I honestly am not disappointed. I think this is a great great signing. Probably once again not the flashiest of names when it comes to the English Premier League guys. Um but I think one that's can can you can honestly respect. I mean I, I don't know how you feel about Ben Deke, Edward, but I mean he, the thing he is, tortures the- me by the way. He's one of those guys. No, no, no. Okay, no, the thing is, Menteke
1: Okay, take is like a Lukaku, but he's he's not. I guess you could say he's he's he doesn't have that finishing that Lukaku does. You know, so like maybe him being paired up with somebody who can, you know, maybe he might be a, he might play like a false nine, or he might be the one that looks like he's about to make the shot, and he just passes the ball while somebody comes in, you know, maybe he'll be like that, uh, the assist leader number nine, you know? So, I mean, they've, if you notice though, has been, has scored goals, but he's also done assists. He's not like a selfish number nine where he's like, I'm gonna go ahead take a shot and screw everybody else. No, he sees a clear shot for somebody else. He'll go ahead and pass it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he could be, he could play like that kind of style. It, it's going to be hard for him to develop that kind of style. But maybe, maybe then, like maybe if they switch up his position as a false nine, maybe, maybe he'll be he'll he'll take it over. But we'll
2: see, we'll see what happens there. Um. So I know it says set to return, but actually Timo Werner is returning to RB Leipzig.
1: Damn. I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of like I want him to succeed. if he he basically could do it at RB Leipzig, then, then, okay, cool. If not, then, damn. That's
2: basically my reaction. If not, Uh, then, damn. RB Leipzig, um, yeah, I mean, they they definitely need a little bit more firepower there. Uh, you know, obviously, they had the breakout performance by Nkuko. Um, so, I mean, adding Timo Werner, a guy that is, obviously got a lot of attention because of how he performed in the Bundesliga. Um, I thought, I think it could be a good, a good move, it's something that he needs right now. Obviously, he's trying to also, call, you know, get himself in a World Cup spot in the World Cup roster, too. So I, I like it. I like, I like the move for him. Um, uh, hopefully he plays in his, you know, plays his position. Um, but I think it's a good move for Timo Werner. I think RB Leipzig definitely benefits from this, uh, which I mean, it's going to be interesting because they also have Andre Silva. So. But yeah, interesting nonetheless. So I think a good move for Timo Werner. Um, Isco, everybody's wondering where he was going to go since he's he was a free agent. He is joining Sevilla.
1: I mean, you know, good for him. I mean, that's that's pretty
2: cool. So Sevilla, honestly, has done pretty well. I mean, they got Alex Tellez, um, and now they're adding Isco. So, I mean, I think, I think they're doing pretty well this season. Uh, they got themselves a little bit loaded. I mean, obviously, not not saying much because obviously they got destroyed by Arsenal in that in that friendly six nothing. But you know, it's also uh, it's also friendly, by the way. But but I mean, yeah, you know, they added some players. Hopefully, they'll be very competitive uh, this season for La Liga.
1: Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, you love mentioning that, don't you?
2: <laughs> not re- I. No, it was a friendly. Uh, okay.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, Manchester United is looking at Fabian Ruiz as a de Young alternative because, uh, things are happening that for, with de Young, um, and Barcelona. Um, uh, we'll, we'll get to that even, even sooner, but, but. Oh, man. So Manchester United looking at Fabian Ruiz. Um, will we'll actually have quite the update for you at the end, at the end of this when we announce the transfers. Um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, Barcelona are working on getting Marco Alonso, another Chelsea, uh, I'm just I, I
1: i just don't know like these okay, so these players are i'll be honest like they're up there in age, so that's what that's that's what's killing, me, you
2: know and uh, let me let me just go ahead and put the dagger in here Edward. uh so <laughs> let me just do it um what? so Barcelona is in quite of the bind right now, oh yeah, so. You know, I've been saying it for like since this whole, since we've been doing transfer watch. Like, how the fuck is Barcelona doing this? Uh, Man, because Jesus Christ, Hector, why are you listening to this through Spotify? Like, why? <laughs> just, I know you're doing it. Like, gotta hate myself. Um, you're just gonna keep benefiting Barcelona. It's like it's hard. It's just like, I'm already paying for Spotify, and, then, and like Pandora sucks.
1: Um, <laughs> it does it, it kind of went down after a while
2: yeah so I don't know something but I mean I could probably listen through <laughs> Apple but I mean I don't, I, I don't get music options like Spotify. I'm, I'm financially supporting Barcelona I have to accept so,
1: that <laughs> so basically you just did a plug which you know people go ahead and join Spotify help out Barcelona I mean listen to great music
2: Think the guy that owns Spotify could have bought Arsenal? Like Jesus should have bought. Could can he can buy Arsenal? Stupid crunky. Anyways,
1: um, do you do you think do you think that he's gonna end up putting like an influx of cash or something? Is that the reason why they're doing all these? Okay, we'll, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll keep going.
2: Anyways, so no. with Barcelona. So Barcelona is currently in a situation where they might not be able to play going to. Lewandowski, uh, Rafinha, Rafinha, Dembele,
1: Dembele, because he was technically they renewed his contract, um, and so basically all the
2: signing, uh, uh, <laughs> um, Andres Christensen. Though I think he's actually dealing with some injuries, so he's probably not, he wasn't even probably going to play anyways. Um, basically all the signings that Barcelona has done, which is funny enough when you think about it, because all of these signings they basically robbed from Chelsea. Um, they are unable to register these players because of the fact that Barcelona's finances are still very bad. Um, So, La Liga has has told them, you guys need to balance your books before you can register these players. Also, the fact they still owe Frankie de Jong like $20 million.
1: And they owe owe Bryce White, I don't know, two years with the Years with the contract or well technically that's what Breathwag wants to do. And I was like, remember when they when they first got him? Remember when I was like, why did they get him? Why? I even said to myself, I was like, Why did they end up doing why did they end up getting that guy? Like I was even like skeptic Those whole fucking time. Now they're paying for it.
2: Big time. No, actually they haven't been paying Um But yeah, so that's
1: what I said. Now, now they're paying. I didn't say oh they were paying,
2: but now they're paying. paying. You don't even know if they are paying. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's Barcelona's dilemma. So, so there, there you go. The all, all is great now. Back in the world for me that uh, that I was seriously like trying to like. I mean, I was literally the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia trying to conspiracy theory this whole thing of how the hell Barcelona is buying all these players um, when they're supposed to be broke. And, and La Liga finally stepped in, and it was like, you know, you guys are broke, right? <laughs> which is, which is, it's, it's, it's just, you know, I gotta take a, I gotta take a page out of Kelsey. It's just fantastic. Um, Uh so, so, uh, all is good in the world now. Um, <coughs> Barcelona, I, I'm sure, bar-, uh, it's bar, it's Barcelona. They're gonna figure something out, which I, I hate that. You know, this is this is the only team that so. I know that got transfer banned, and was, and, and at that during that transfer ban, they got Luis Suarez. So. Uh, don't know how that happened, but they did it. Um, so uh, and, I think that the, that
1: the deal and the no, the thing is when they were transfer banned. I think the deal happened before the transfer ban was official. So technically, they still managed to do it. So they couldn't sign anybody else after the after that fact. I hate this. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I'm, even even. I was like, well, I'm glad they got him, but at the same time, I'm like, this all this shit. And, then, and then the thing is, like, what's messed up? What's messed up? And it's like La Porta's. Uh, all the, all this crap happened with with La Porta. Now it's like being no, under Bartemel. the microscope. Oh, Bartomel. Yeah, sorry, I'm tripping. Yeah, Bartomel. So, La you went, like?
2: The, technically, yeah. I don't know if you do right now, but
1: well, right now I was like, I don't know who to who to trust at this point in time. I'm like, board Man, sucks. I was like <laughs> pretty much, bro. Like that's that's what killed it. it. Is like they basically everybody in the board when uh, Bartomeu was there, that's, that's basically what happened there. Like, at that point, everybody basically just, just kind of, we, we just ended up sucking it up.
2: Well, yeah, so that is Barcelona's situation. And to make things worse forever, Manchester United, they are looking at Marco Arnautovic and Benjamin Cesco. So Marco Arnautovic, obviously the Austrian forward who I believe right now is playing in I want to say China. I don't think he I think he no, he, he's in Italy now. He's playing for Bologna. So, um, you know, played in Stoke City for a while, was in I think was part of that weird West Ham like oh we're going to do something and never did anything uh period. And that's when they got Chichet. <laughs> um, oh uh, so yeah, that, they're they're looking at getting him as an experienced striker, I guess. And Benjamin Sesko who is uh, an RB Salzburg player, because um, you know, yeah. RB, you know, everyone loves the from RB Salzburg. Um, but he's he's an amazing young forward, uh, expected to be having a very promising future for himself. So, you know, they still got to figure out what they're going to do up front. Um, I think Bruno Fernandez was actually playing false nine in their last match. We'll get to that one uh, in, in this episode. But, but yeah. So, yeah. So they're looking at. Add some strikers because, well, Ronaldo doesn't want to be here. Um, and I guess they don't want to use Ronaldo. Uh that's all I can think about, which I don't blame them. Uh, no one wants him, <laughs> It was just funny because they're like, hey, I let it go. Do you want Ronaldo? No. Hey, Juventus, do you want? No. <laughs> Real Madrid? No. Nobody wants Ronaldo right now. And I don't blame any team right now, honestly. <laughs> You know what? Just, just go to the MLS. Ronaldo, just country losses. Um, but yeah. It might he might get paid big money or if we're going to MLS. Maybe not get paid big money, but definitely with endorsements. Um well, I mean, shoot, I I'm sure LAFC can find a way. Um, but yeah, continuing with Manchester United. So, like I said, they were trying to get Fabian Ruiz as a replacement for Frankie De Young. I think at this point maybe they're gonna still try to get Frankie De Young, but I'm, I'm, I think there's just so many, uh, so many like things to cross, and it's just it's just it's become a huge hassle now trying to get Frankie De Young. Um, so they're gonna go after Rabiot. Uh, actually, there's an, an, they have agreed on a transfer fee for Rabiot from PSG. Um, oh no, wait, no, not PSG. Juventus, right?
1: Yeah, Juventus.
2: He did play for PSG, but now he's at Juventus. Um. Seems, I mean, from what I remember, Rabiot is a really good. It, it, he's a pretty good midfielder. The only issue is just he doesn't play. Um, which the reason why is because Juventus has just so many midfielders. Um, yeah, and I think maybe you could have said the same thing for PSG. Um, because he was there for like the early years of PSG before they started just buying everybody. Um, I mean they they had the money at that time, but he was still part of that team. Um, I just don't know if this improves the midfield in any way like he just doesn't play, so that's kind of like the thing that kind of ruins it for him but hey if he if he gets there and he can play i mean that's all that's all fine and dandy, i guess
1: yeah i mean i mean he, that's, I mean, that, he he's, he's 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 good like he's good, but like you said, he doesn't get enough play time he he doesn't get enough burn, so maybe 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 he might get burned uh uh menu. so we we'll so see ma- maybe I
2: mean, Eric, eric if... Tog can do something there so i saw a tiktok um and someone called him it was like an american dad watching EPL and he like, oh, the oh, yeah. guy like literally like purposely like butchers the names of, of players and and he called him eric teabag uh <laughs> so, that's not coming. well that makes sense that's a that's a great name I like when he says Christian Ronald. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, funny guy. Uh, I like how you instantly knew what I was talking about. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so funny, funny about that. And then we'll wrap with Transfer Watch with Destiny uh, Udoji. I think it is because he's Italian. Um, Destiny Udoji um, joins Tottenham. So Tottenham gets a. He's a fullback. He's said to be like the next promising Italian full Italian fullback, I'm doing the little Italian hand thing. Um, next Italian fullback. Um, so he's going to Tottenham to to not win shit. Um,
1: <laughs> we'll see with that jersey bet on the
2: line. <laughs> I, I I have never been more confident in a jersey bet ever in all of my jersey bets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, all right, all right, cool, cool.
3: I mean, cool, mind cool, you, totally cool.
2: been two jersey bets, but. <laughs>
1: This time yeah, I'm know, confident. This time you're like, yeah. Bro, imagine imagine the Tottenham fans right now. They're like, Bro, hey, if Tottenham happen.
2: just out of nowhere gets like a like some oil money, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, so <laughs> okay, that's literally what so
1: me. <laughs> let me let me let me ask you, let me ask you this. Do you count the community shield as as a Once trophy? again?
2: If you get into the community shield, you have to have to have win the FA Cup or win the Premier League. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Shield. My bad. My bad. My bad. Okay. <laughs> how, about, how about that then? How about that? How about the
2: uh, to get into the community? The, <laughs> oh, the right, FA Cup. The, the FA the... Cup. Yeah. Okay. The Premier League, cup. probably not realistically, is going to happen. And that, that's that's why right, that's, that's, that's why I said because Manchester City is OP as hell. Manchester um,
1: City and Liverpool.
2: Yeah, I'd still give the edge to Manchester City. Or I mean, maybe yeah. they're they're ups- they're more obsessed with Champions League. so That's a possibility. Um. I mean, anything could happen with the FA Cup. Um, that's what I mean, I'm saying. That's, that's Arsenal's bread and butter, right over there. <laughs>
1: okay, the so trophy. Cup. Okay, let's put it. Let's put it. Let's put it this way: trophy or silverware?
2: Trophy. Like, I said, it could, be, they, it could be. Okay, look, look. Since I know. I'm, I'm, I know you don't listen to these episodes. <laughs> 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 um, so, if 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 Tottenham either wins the Premier League, All
0: right. the
2: FA Cup. The Carabao right. Cup, yes, I'll count that. Um, <laughs> no, because there's some people that don't count the Carabao Cup. All
1: right, all right. You're I'm not one of those me. people. Okay. I mean, a is a trophy. Okay. You you're, you're counting it, okay?
2: Um, the Champions League, which I don't think that's going to be realistically possible, um, or the Europa League. That's a that's a that's a that's a realistic option. Um, if they win any of those trophies, you know, we'll do. I'll do a jersey giveaway. So that's that's the jersey bag, because I know you don't listen to these episodes. <laughs>
1: Oh man. You
2: don't even
3: check the
1: Instagram. <laughs> I do. I just, <laughs> ah, I'm telling you, my, my mind's so out of it. It's literally, okay, so I'll wake up at like two in the morning, three in the morning, and I w- roll, I roll real quick. I'm like, oh crap, what time is it? And I like look at the time, I'm like, okay, cool. I still got two hours to sleep before I go to work. You know, like that's how bad it is. That's how bad it is, where I'm like, don't no, alarm. Like, usually I'll wake up maybe like, Maybe I'll wanna go take a piss or something and then but other than that, sometimes I'll wake up and I'm like, I was like, What time is it? Oh man, I am gonna be late for work. And I look at it and it's like three o'clock in the morning and I'm like, Oh, never mind. I still got like two, three hours of sleep. Cool. Bet. And then I'll go back to sleep and I'll try to wake up with my alarm, but sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes I'll wake up on my own. But it's just that's how that's how bad that's how bad work has me right now. So I'm sorry. That I haven't been like on top of my shit. <laughs> just like I said, just, I've been been dealing with too much, but it's all good. It's all good. I mean, I forgive, now,
2: forgiving it as long as you. As long as long as you knock out your singing bits.
1: Yeah, I, I gotta do. Those <laughs> <too>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you heard the the, the the disappointment in my voice. Yeah, I gotta do those too.
2: <laughs> All right. All right. So that's transfer watch. Um, and then we'll get going with the season previews of Syria. And we'll, I mean, we'll just go ahead and start with Syria. So here are the teams participating with this 2022-2023 edition of the Serie A. And it is Atalanta, Bologna, uh, Kermin Monse, Monesi. Uh, I don't know why I said that in a French way. Uh, Empoli, Fiorentina. Hellas Verona, Inter Milan, Juventus, or has everyone says Juventus. Uh, Lazio, Leque, or I, I really want to say Leche. Um, AC Milan, Manza, <laughs> Napoli, Roma. I really wish this team got relegated, so I don't have to pronounce it. Uh, Salernitana. <laughs> Salernitana. Oh, God. I hope, you know what? You, I hope you get relegated. <laughs> um, Sampdoria. Jesus Christ! I was super sleep deprived at this moment because I I put them in twice. <laughs> uh, Sassuolo, Sassu, Sassu, Spezia, Torino, and Udinese. All right, so the new faces in the Serie A this season is Lecce, who, who has who, making their return after two years. Uh, Cremonese, 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 Cremonese know, who hasn't been in the Serie A in 26 years. Jesus Christ. And Mansa, who's this is their first time. Mm. Any excitement with the new clubs in the Serie A?
1: I mean, new challenges, you know, maybe maybe they might bring something to the current clubs right now that, you know, might make like Inter, uh, AC, like Juventus, Napoli, like it might make them, you know, be like, oh, damn. Like, for all we know, for all we know, they'll be like <clears throat> the hetafes and the las palmas of, of, uh, PLA. you know what I mean? Like, they'll be the, they'll be the, the teams that, that the big teams play and then they'll lose against them, even though they're just, they just started or they're, they're going to be like the underdogs that actually beat the big dogs.
2: Yeah, there's definitely. I mean, it's just cool to see, uh, like a team that hasn't been here in 26 years. And obviously Monza, this is like their first time in the Serie A. So really cool. The fan, I'm sure the fans will be ecstatic when, when their first Serie A match happens. Um, so I might actually try to see if I can watch that game. I might have to try to get a CBS, uh, Paramount Plus, right? It's Paramount right now. It's, I think it's, so, yeah. cool. it's Paramount Plus. I might have to try to get Paramount Plus, at least get that free trial and, uh, and watch, watch it's just cause it's going to be cool for the fans. I mean, it's going to be a big day for them. Um, yeah. So being that's their first time. But, all right, Edward, who is your team to watch this season in Syria?
1: Mm, honestly, <laughs> you're going to think I'm biased.
2: Roma. Oh, because ball. Well, I, I, got- I honestly thought when you said, I'm going to be biased, Juventus. <laughs>
1: so No, nah, like, well, the thing is, like, Juventus, they have a squad, but it's like Roma is the one that's, I think they're building it up. And then, of course, you got Mourinho you
3: got
1: as, the uh, as a manager. He got the special one. Will he get something else tattooed in there? Maybe. Maybe not.
2: I'm surprised he hasn't got his uh, his league trophies um, tattooed on him.
1: Nah, that's too many. Think about it.
2: <laughs> too, too, too
1: many trophies for for me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, game. he might as well just black. He might as well just black out the freaking arm at that point.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, <laughs> did he you, has I'm sorry. Uh, did you watch? This, there was this video of uh, this couple that came to go to the grounds of, of Roma, and in the most awkward way possible, they pro- he proposed to his girlfriend, and, and he wanted Jose Munoz to watch. Uh, what? Yeah, so like literally, like they went to go, they they like you know they did a tour of the stadium. I don't know about the stadium. I don't know if it was the stadium, but it was like they did a tour of the of the of the of the, of the maybe it was the stadium. Of the grounds. Know. They yeah, they took a they did a tour of the grounds. And then that they met, you know, Jose Mourinho and his, and his coaching staff. And, um, and so, you know, you know, they, they shake his hand and then like, he literally like holds Jose Mourinho to like, Hey, no, I need you. I need you here for this. And Jose Mourinho is just like, what the hell's going on? And then he gets down on a knee and like, well, no, actually, he, you know, this is the thing I, I will say. People that want to do engagements and all that, uh, don't do a stupid long ass speech that really makes no, that makes no sense to what you're trying to do. Like, I mean, like if you're going to keep saying like, we've been here, we've been together for years and I thought this would be the perfect moment to say all these things to you. Like, I mean, you're just like, it's literally, it's like, if you needed to like, you need like 10 more words added to your essay because you needed 10 more words and you just said 10 more words, just say 10 more words. Like, that's literally how I felt when the guy was talking. And, um, <laughs> it was pissing me off. So, I mean, I mean, if it was pissing me off, like, uh, who to say how the, how the special one feels? And, um, yeah. And so then, finally, you know, gets down. And like I said, in the most awkward thing, uh, like the coaching staff starts clapping because she said, yes, obviously. And, you know, it's the most awkward clapping because you're like, I don't know what to fucking do here. <laughs> and Joseph, yeah, right? Joseph you just like, he was just like, I don't know why this was important for me to be here for this. <laughs> <laughs> like you could just look in Jose's face, like he's like, I don't want to be here.
1: He's just doing that serious face, <laughs> like
2: you know. Like he's like, I got things to do. I got a club to try to rebuild here. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get these guys back on top of Syria. <laughs> You're wasting my time with, like, the dude grabbed his. I don't know if he grabbed his arm, but he like he literally held Jose Manuel from leaving. Oh man, no, <laughs> it was super. I no. need to show you the clip. The clip was just. It, it's awkward. It's not funny. It, it just I mean, sounds, it just sounds funny awkward, awkward as hell. It's just funny, it's awkward, but like it, you could just see Jose Moyo, like, I don't want to be here.
1: <laughs> it just it just sounds awkward as hell, man. Yeah. It,
2: it, even, even, it
1: just sounds cringy. Like,
2: yeah, I, it, it like, literally made no sense. Like, I don't even, I don't, like, I mean, it probably made sense that there was a camera crew around that like something was going to happen. But you can tell Joseph Munya was just not even into know what the heck was going on. Maybe 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 they, they thought that they or he
1: thought they were recording for the next uh the club. You know what I mean? Like oh, the, uh, like the Amazon Prime video. video. Oh. Yeah. But he's like, Hey, maybe this will come up in there.
2: <laughs> you you just see like Joseph Munya just like, Oh, okay <laughs> It's just like I don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> I mean it's it's basically me at a kid's birthday party. I just don't know what to do at that point. Like being an adult at a kid's birthday party is just awkward.
1: Especially if you have beer.
2: Especially if there's no beer.
1: Oh god, yeah. Yeah, so. Well okay, let's put it this no no. Being a, an adult at a kid's birthday party that you have no relation to the kid whatsoever.
2: And you don't have a kid.
1: Oh god, that,
2: that's horrible. That's rough, right? That sounds horrible. Like you're just friends with the with <laughs> with the parents of the child? Hey, how's it and you're going, not man? even like just good kidding. friends. You're just like, like I see you like maybe every five months. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's yeah, it, that's bad. Anyways, but going back, right, so yeah, Roma's I don't know how we got here. <laughs> but, Yeah, explain. Obviously, the ball. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So like the ball, you got did, more you, did you see his uh his like introduction?
1: Bro, it was that is. It's I kind of wa- I kind
2: of want to get signed by Roma. That was kind of cool, that, dude. That was insane, man. Like I, I, I keep forgetting,
3: I that, like Rome has
2: Rome, Rome. has that. Uh, the the what's it? The Colosseum. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that they have that. That looked so cool when. I mean, it's literally just a stupid flashlight pointing at like this. I saw. I'm like degrading this like very cool moment, but like. You know, there's like a, like a light that's beaming on the Coliseum and it's like red and, you know, uh, gold. I'm, I'm, I i do not want to say yellow because that sounds disrespectful, but it was like kind of a gold, I guess. Um, it was, it was cool though. It was cool. And you know, the fans were chanting. I forget how diehard Roma fans are. Um, probably just cause we really don't get to see them that, that often now in European competition, but like it, it was, it was very amazing. Um, I don't know what the what's going on through the ball's mind but but yeah, he's there.
1: Yeah, I mean you know, I, I mean you already know that whatever team he goes to, I feel like it's a big it's a step up. I mean, especially like him being out from COVID, from injury and then him trying really hard to come back by working like you know working out doing like the drills doing basically going back to basics. It's really it's me, it's admirable because uh, I mean to me Dybala is still he's still young. He still has something to bring to the table. Um you know it's just it's really hard that him and Messi can't really play well together. Like because they both have the same similar playing style and they're both lefty, they're both, like, they, they, they're they both basically playmakers, they're both basically number 10, just, you know, Messi is just Messi and Dybala is, you know, his own. So, it, it's hard to have those two in the same vicinity. Nah. I mean, I that was di- the deal with the Argentina team, you know, like, I mean, with Messi had the reins, you know, you put Dybala in there, it wasn't like, they were both doing different plays in, in different areas of the field. It was like they were both playing the exact same way. Um, their styles basically, uh, were the exact same. So it would clash. They would they would look for the same openings and stuff. So it was kind of, it was kind of odd. But, uh, honestly, I, I feel like whatever team, whatever team that Dybala goes to, he's, he's, he's going to be an asset. He's not going to be a liability. That's my opinion. Um, Anybody else, you know,
2: they have their own opinions. So yeah, no, it's a definitely an interesting choice, just because of obviously they they won the Europa Conference League. Um, you know, we know what. you're gonna have at least a few years of of good of good games with Jose um uh, before you know. Obviously, he he ruins it for everybody. But yeah. um, no, I I agree. I think Jose. I think we say before he
1: ruins it for. Everybody.
2: Yeah, before he ruins it for everybody. Yeah. You know, once he starts, once, once you realize, oh, yeah, it's Jose Mourinho. Uh, so, but I mean, yeah, so great manager and all that. I mean, he's building the team. Uh, Lucas Pellegrini is going to be a player to definitely watch. Um, I believe he's the captain now for Roma. Um, yeah. I mean, Roma is definitely a very underrated team. Uh, you want to see them compete. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's a good one. I, I'm going to, I'm actually going to go with, um, with, with Napoli, and it's only because I'm interested what's going to happen with life after, in, you know, Insignia. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, who's, get, who's going to be that guy that steps up, uh, for the team? I mean, Insignia just scored his, his first MLS goal, uh, this past weekend. And, and Bernardeschi, I mean, as soon as he came in, he's already scoring goals. Um, so, I mean, I just want to see who's going to be the guy that steps up. Maybe Chocolate on them? Um, <laughs> got it. Uh, well, I mean, he, 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 he needs know. he needs to step up big time because I mean, um, people are starting to kind of like lose some faith in him in Mexico. Yeah, so he definitely needs he needs a, he needs a big season for sure. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm just interested to see what Napoli does. I like I said, who's gonna, who's going to be the guy that steps up and becomes the leader for that team? You lose Koulibaly too. That's that's another big loss. So uh, like, what does Napoli do to recover from from players like that? So that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, uh, the season. All right. Uh, before we talk about favorites here, Edward, um, can we say it, can we say Serie A is officially back?
1: I, I would say so. With with all the with all the transfers that have been going on, and then with all the uh, players moving around, some leaving, some just transferring into other teams uh, around there. Uh, yeah, I would say honestly, it is um, because it hasn't been the same the same champions for the past three, four years. Like it hasn't been the same of like, okay, Juventus. Juventus and Juventus. It's more of like you had Milan, you got Arinte. Hell, so, you had close with uh uh Atalanta was was uh was a contender up in there. I think they were in the top five yeah I
2: definitely I'm, I'm starting to see more different team like mm-hmm. you know, we're seeing you know we're seeing that na- a little bit more of Napoli. We're I don't know how much more Napoli we're gonna see this year but you know Sassuolo kind of being that kind of team that likes to spoil some of these guys um though they just lost their striker as well over he's he's over at West Ham now i believe um West Ham or Aston Villa one of those one of those teams but yeah you still got Atlanta um obviously the the two milans Juventus Roma i mean i think definitely if, if Roma kind of pushes themselves push themselves back into the top 4 i definitely think that we could say Serie A is definitely back um, which I think will be really great for one, the, the fans of Italian soccer. And it would just be great to see a competitive Italian team in Champions League, in my opinion. Um, which I mean, I feel like we might be able to see that this, this Champions League. Um, so I'm really excited for it. But yeah, so going into this era, who's your favorite to win, uh, the Syria?
0: Mm.
1: This one, it's pretty tough, to be honest with you. Like, now it's pretty tough. It's like, uh, I w- like I said, I would usually go for the favorite Juventus. Um, if anything, I would go for Roma, but I don't know what's going, like, what's the deal at this point, like, how oh, they're going to end up playing. Um, I guess I could try and play it safe and go for Inter Milan. Like I feel In, like they're, Inter they're yeah Inter Milan. I feel right. like they're more cemented. Yeah, like I feel like they're more cemented. Lautaro, I feel like he's being uncaged at this point. Like, yeah,
2: uh, I mean, you know, they, they they got back Lukaku. I think that's gonna be really yeah. big. I I kind of want another clash of Zlatan and Lukaku. I just don't know if going uh, if Zatana's gonna be playing as much. Um. It'd be cool to see. It'd be cool to see Zlatan again this season. Um, I, I just don't know how healthy he's. going Hopefully, he's, he's fully healthy this season. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, AC Milan has been a has has gotten better and better. They're going after young players as well, um, reassuring that team. I think they've officially gotten. Uh, uh, who's the Brahim Diaz? I think is officially now their their number ten. Uh, so, I mean, and then I, they still got Olivier Giroud, uh, probably mm-hmm. one of the most underrated strikers in, in the, in the world right now. Uh, doesn't yep. get, get, doesn't get the respect he deserves, but yeah, I, I don't want to say AC Milan cause I, I, I don't know if they're like sturdy enough cause we, well, I think they benefited from not being in the Champions League cause they got eliminated pretty early. Um, they didn't have any European competition cause they finished dead last in their group. So I mean that probably did benefit them in some way. Um I don't know if Juventus did enough this transfer window to make me feel confident to say them. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's inter Milan, man. I they they probably that like this they- was just a goal scoring machine. And with him and Lataro together back to back together again, he's happy now. He's away from Chelsea. Chelsea's still paying yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I think I oh my god, Lukaku's gonna be dangerous, man. I watched I say this and it bites me all in the ass because I thought Chelsea <laughs> happened to Chelsea. Um but oh, I think man. I think one, he wanted inter Milan. He wanted to be back in Inter Milan. Two, yeah, you bring a you bring back his strike partner in Letaro Martinez. Like I mean, the only thing that's different is it doesn't have Conte. He has, you know, Inzaghi, which which clearly I was wrong about Inzaghi. Um, go yeah. we'll figure. I'm always wrong about that guy. Um, so no, yeah, yeah I, I, it could be Inter Milan, I think, and it, it'll be great because once again, it, you're you're seeing different champions uh, every season. Um, I think Juventus could definitely be competitive this year. Um, they don't have the drama with Cristiano Ronaldo, but now a whole a whole year without the Cristiano Ronaldo drama. Um, I mean, they lost chalini but they I think that kind of did help too the same way because they need they need to start looking at younger players. Um yeah. but yeah, I think yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think it's Inter Milan. I think Inter Milan has upgraded a lot more than the other teams have, and and it's great. like some people are like, are you really all pulling this on one player? It, that yeah, when that one player is Lukaku, a happy Lukaku. I think that's that's yeah. fair to say. <laughs> like it, it's a big upgrade. It's an upgrade upgrade from Desco, so. I mean, it's
1: true. That's the thing. It's true.
2: Yeah. So that is the Syria 2022-2023 season, and also some. I don't know where the hell we went when we started talking about Roma, but but and and also the awkwardness of Jose Munya. Also, we also Syria. (laughs) uh, Exactly. So if there's one thing everybody can know about us is that you and me love this league. This is the league we love, even though the EPL is fun. Serie A has Jose Muno, which I'm always going to watch for that. Um, <laughs> Bundesliga.
1: I mean, we know that the, the teams that play. You got Bayer, I got Borussia, yeah, so.
2: Yeah, but and then League 1 is, you uh, know, we really don't watch League 1. You mean PSG League? The PSG League. the, the yeah. yeah, the Farmers League. Um, but this league holds, uh, holds you, me very dearly. Um, you know, we, we, this is where our clubs are at. And this is where we got to listen to the, the sweet, sweet boy. This is how you know me and Edward love this man, by the way, it, which is Ray Hudson. Um, we'd rather listen to the English broadcast. Oh, yeah. He made us listen to the English broadcast. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, man. Hands down. Like, you know what it, what it, what it takes to get me and Edward to not listen to it in English? Oh yeah, it's, we, it's, we were, I don't even. The, the, there, was, there was a period where I didn't even know. I didn't even understand Spanish. There, there was a, there was a point in my life that I didn't understand what anybody was saying in Spanish, and I still listened to it in Spanish. So, yeah, I mean, hands down, it's just. Uh, if we ever um, interview Ray Hudson, just so you know, I'm going to mention that that like you're the only guy to actually make us prefer the English broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I thank Bro, you, for and, that. Then, and then he still does that scream where he goes, ah, "I can't do it." I just, yeah, <clears> he's <throat> he's just he's just great. Um, and he's following us now on on Twitter. So thank you, Ray yeah. you. Um But yeah, so La Liga, man, it is our league. Obviously, Edward is a is a Barcelona. That's his club. My club is Real Madrid. Spencer's club is Atletico Madrid. Yes, we like other teams, but when we say this is our club, this is our club. We'd rather watch this yep. team win titles and Champions League titles over anything else. Though yep. it also would be nice to see those teams win something. Um, But yeah, so these are the teams that are competing in the 2022-23 edition of La Liga. Ameria, Athletic Bilbao, which I never understood how come they're not Atletico. Um, but hey, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Cadiz, Celta Vigo, Elche Espanol Getafe Girona Mallorca Osasuna Rayo Vallecano Real Petis Real Madrid Real Sociedad Sevilla Valencia Valladolid Villarreal. So the new clubs that are in this season will be Almeria after a seven year absence, Real Valladolid, who was actually relegated previous season, now they're back again, and Girona. Who have not been in in la liga in three years any thoughts on the new clubs this season that
1: like i said i mean as long as they don't <laughs> as long as they don't go ahead <laughs> everything up for Barcelona, it's it's uh that's basically what i'm like i just but they, that's the thing you don't you don't know about these underdogs especially like these new clubs you don't know what they're gonna bring you don't know uh how how they're gonna start off like it could be like um, they could have like a bad start to the season. They may place middle at the end of the, at the season, maybe close to the to, to the very bottom. Who knows? We we don't know. That's the thing. Um, I I just it, the league has been so focused on like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico. Like you already know, we haven't really had a chance to. Uh, even focused on you know the smaller teams, you know teams that we should possibly be paying attention to. I mean, Sevilla being one of them. Valencia, we haven't really even talked that much about Valencia. You know what I mean? Like, and that 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 used to be that that team that the, we had to watch out for because they were like, hey, this is actually a contender, and it just kind of you know just not disappeared, but it's like they've been they've been up and down. So it's, it's, uh, they haven't had an actual, um, a team to compete against, against Barca, against, uh, against, um, Real Madrid. So it's, it's right now, especially with Barcelona rebuild. And then you have, uh, Benzema, who's, who's, um Gay, uh, he's, um, He, he, you know, you you guys need a a striker at this point in time. I'm not saying that, oh, Benzema is is done. No, that dude, he just proves that he still has it. So it'd be pretty cool to see him go against like these, uh, these teams who haven't been in the, in the first, you know, in the first division.
2: No, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think obviously Girona is a team that I'll be looking at just because they have, uh, Valentin Castellanos who, was with NYCFC? So that's someone who I'll be keeping a close eye on. But uh, Edward, who's speaking of teams to keep your eye on? Who is your team to watch this season?
1: Honestly, I'm gonna. This is me being biased, and because of all this shit and drama that's been going on with them, Barcelona. Because, like, the preseason squad looks freaking strong, looks amazing. For the season, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm like, I'm like, come on, Lewandowski, come on, Rafinha, come on, Kunde, come on. Like, I'm just, I'm just hoping that everything is going to be on the up and up. You know, like, uh, if anything, like, if Frankie Jones just, like, somehow, or if Brightwise, you know, just manages to. That's the one thing where I was wanting to mention. Uh, I, I am, I am on Brightwise side on, on, on where he stands, where he wants to get paid. For his remaining contract that he got promised and I'm still like, he, like I said, why didn't they just offer him? Supposedly that Breitweiss was supposed to be the, the replacement for Suarez but a, a short-term replacement for when Suarez got injured. But then why would you offer this dude a four-year contract if he was just going to be a short-term replacement? Like, were you already planning the whole Luis White is getting kicked out of Barcelona, he's getting drummed out. Um, you know, it, it was it was, it was was just bad altogether, I think. And he still has two years remaining on that contract. So I'm just like, he wants to get paid and then he wants to get put on as a free transfer. So it's just, it's a lot of, a lot of bureaucratical bullshit. And it's just, I don't know, but I just feel Barcelona just fucked everything up, big time. But uh, that's why I'm saying I was like, I want to keep my eye on that. That's the team to watch. Because even with, let's say, without the new signings, maybe they may be they may be able to pull something out of their ass. I just don't know what. Maybe a few two hundred million dollars out of nowhere. <laughs>
2: Only time will tell, Edward.
1: Only time yeah. will tell. But yeah, if they if they keep the new signings and yeah, like I want to
3: want to keep
2: an eye out. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. my team to watch is um. Bless you. Uh, my team to watch is actually going to be the other team in Madrid, Atletico Madrid. And uh, the reason why is obviously Luis Suarez is is gone. He's he's now over in Nacional, playing in his motherland of, of Uruguay and now maybe depending on how you feel about this player you guys kind of say you know what this is probably a very serviceable replacement for suarez or um the guy or you might say this guy is just a, a loan machine and that is obviously Alvar- alvaro morata um can he help? can him his presence be a uh, probably a little bit more of a different type of player versus what Suarez is, but I think kind of still a big body forward, you know, obviously can score goals in different ways. A um, little bit on the younger side, maybe this can help Jao Felix. Uh, you still have Griezmann. Uh, I know they try, there was rumors about possibly doing a swap for him and Ronaldo, but clearly Atletico Madrid has stated very clearly they, they don't want him, um, which is very fair. I, I agree. Um, but yeah, I think... I think Alvaro Morata Alvaro, Alvaro could be a huge addition to to Atletico Madrid this season. Um, and, and I mean, you're, you're still talking about, you know, Cholo Diego Simeone. He's going to be obviously still a great manager. This team's still going to be very strong defensively. Um, can't really tell you about many transfers if they had any this season. But I think with the addition of of Alvaro Morata. This time, I, I mean, they bought him last season, but they sent him out on loan to the advances. Um, But like, you know, now he's here. Uh, you know, he's always good for those revenge games against Real Madrid. Um, I think he can definitely be a big boost for this team. It just, he just needs to be like with a club and just finally someone commit to him um, kind of thing. And maybe it is Atletico Madrid. Um, and hopefully that helps out because the big thing is also... Are we finally going to see Jao Felix? Be Jao Felix is the other thing because you know people are probably wanting to throw the plus label on him too. So you know this is make or breaker for Jao Felix. Uh, same thing for Maratha, Can he finally find a place to be to you know his at home? And um, Griezmann, can we see Griezmann back?
1: Yeah, it's 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 very difficult to. I mean, that's a good team to, to watch to have like on your on your radar because I like, uh, I think Jao Felix has been kept um, under wrap, if you will. Excuse me. Um, they... Um, with, with him not being able to play his style, which is, you know, with Flair, um, you know, do tricks and stuff like that. And to me, it's like... I guess to me... It's like him and Memphis Depay have that same playing style. It's like they could be losing and they're still going to try to do the most impossible stuff when the easier aspect is just to score a goal. And, and, and especially if you have it there, you know what I mean. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like they're both uh, skill skilled dribblers. You know that they go for the the the. The chop, the fancy, the fancy skills, and everything like that. When maybe the the simple stuff should be the one that we should be going for, or they should be going for when it comes to uh, creating chances. Um, and I think that's where you're right. Like I think that's where Morata does does shine because he'll go ahead and do the obvious thing. The the more um, the one that actually you know will create a goal. You know, like there's no he won't try to do like a a chop he won't try to do a step over he he'll he'll keep it simple you know and then that's like you said that's a, a big body nine um, he won't try to do something too crazy too tricky so um, I think yeah I think you're right on 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 the on the morata deal and then' on, on Joe Felix he may have to change his ways I don't know if that makes any sense but yeah it's just a uh, I feel like it's uh, he, it's just something to, that he just
2: needs to like let loose and go and play with it, the way he played in Benfica. That's and that's the thing. And
1: uh, with with Luis Fattis being there, I don't think they were. He wasn't allowed to play his his style. Now, if he's the only one that they give him space to open up and everything, instead of being closed up, then yeah, he can play his style. He can play the 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 skilled dribbler number nine. You know, like. He can do his he can do his runs, so I think that's probably why they've been if they if they play him. I don't know if you noticed they do play him a little bit more on the wings because of, of that reason. Mm-hmm.
3: Like
1: they they play him where he's a little bit more open spaces, like because that's kind of like his he he plays a striker. It's just he doesn't play like that, that that uh how do I say that the the big body striker that. I think a mother is basically used to.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? So, uh, yeah. But, man, you never know. No, you never know this season, so we'll see. Maybe they might have two different kind of uh, starting squads, one with the solid big man number nine, and you got the one that has, like, hey, we'll put his number nine on the open. See what he can do, you know, out in the open.
2: Alright. Now, before we talk about favorites, I want to talk about obviously, like I said, me and you are are the are <coughs> stands, and that doesn't mean that we're gonna be biased towards La Liga always. We we know when to admit that the English Premier League is the better league, which they are. Oh, yeah, but it, I, I I always gotta say this. It, can we honestly say La Liga can compete with the English Premier League?
1: Mm, they can.
2: Like one of the things that I would love—I I mean, not really love to see—but uh, there's an interesting theory that someone said, was. was I just want to see, like, like you know, like at the end of this season, like you know, of, of La Liga and English Premier League, like the first place team played against the first place team, second place played, you know, like all the way down, all the way to like the twentieth, you know, place team, and just play a friendly against each other, and to really see like who is the better league. I mean, that'd be a dumb way to figure it out, but um usually the 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 standard would be how they do in in European competition, which you know, obviously. Real Madrid won the Champions League, so that clearly shows that there is quality in La Liga. Um, even though most of it was just Thibaut Courtois, but nonetheless, it was La Liga. Um, but still, yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things. Uh, what was, was going to tell you? I was like <laughs> ex Chelsea goalkeeper, Ex-Chelsea, ex ex Chelsea goalkeeper, ex Chelsea ex ex Loney from Atletico
1: Madrid. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you're like, "Damn, Super <laughs> <laughs> <a> sexy planner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, me. um anyways, but yeah Edward, who's who's your favorite to win win La liga this season
1: La liga <sighs> again, not being biased, just just by seeing the squad that they have right now. Like if if this is the
2: squad that's gonna stay, then Barcelona. I think I, okay. I, it's not it's not a crazy thought to think like Barcelona can. I think if if you if you're judging it off of just the transfers alone, I mean Real Madrid's transfers were what Antonio, Antonio Rediger and um, and and Tuchemi, mm-hmm. Um which. They're not bad signings. They're, I mean, they they strengthened their back line even more than it more than it already is. Um, they added another young, promising midfielder. That you know, once Tony Cruz and Luka Modric and, and Casemiro are out the door, you're going to see a midfield of Valverde, Camavinga, and and Tuchemi, which is not a bad not a bad midfield if you really think about it. Um, and obviously you still have Vinicius. And, and Rodrigo and Marco Asensio. But, like, in, in hindsight, maybe not the biggest transfer window of Real Madrid's history. Um, please do not get Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, please, just don't.
1: Last day transfer, like they do with Manchester
2: United. Oh, my God. If, if, <laughs> look, I, I don't hate Cristiano Ronaldo. It's just, he does I not defend. And no, I think that's one thing that I love about Benzema. <laughs> Like, he'll go back and defend. It just makes me love Benzema even more. Um, but, no, it's a fair point. It, it honestly is. Like, Real Madrid didn't necessarily get any better. I mean, can I see Rutiger go over Militao? That's the interesting point. Like, I don't know. If, I like how Militao has been playing. Like, he got better and better each game, which is what you want to see from a young center back. Um, I don't, I hope. And as, like, I like Rudiger. I think he's obviously should be an instant starter. But you already have Alaba, you already have, you already have Nacho Fernandez, who kind of does that rotation kind of, and I mean, it is true. Uh, Carl likes to rotate his team. So it does make sense to get Rudiger. but it's also, I'm like, I kind of want, Rut- I, I kind of want Militao to continue improving with, you know, to make mm-hmm. him a world-class center back as he has the potential to be. Um, and then to Chemi. He's going to play. I mean, you know, Kamavinga still played like Kamavinga got a good chunk of, of games and did make some very significant moments. But once again, these aren't like, wow, you know, they got, be- You know, they did get better per se, but it's still a, a fairly old Real Madrid team. And when you think about like the main players, obviously, Karim Benzema is up there in age. Luka Modric is definitely up there in age. Tony Crew, Kru- well, but plays like he's 22. Um, and then, you know, Tony Cruz is getting up there in age. Casemiro, I, time has flown by me when I learned that he's 30. Um, yeah, this team is getting older and they got to get younger. I mean, Barcelona didn't get necessarily younger, but, uh, but they did get a very solid striker if he's playing, will definitely be significant in the field. Rafinha, um, an amazing playmaker, great with his feet. Um, yeah I I think the fact that they made all these signs and once again we're talking about Xavi here you know Xavi's going to make moves that he knows is going to benefit I mean look what Aubameyang did to 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 when once he came into you know to Barcelona like he was yeah. he was very significant to Barcelona when, once he came onto the field um so it it's not out to, I I it's not crazy to think that Barcelona can win this like it's really not the issue would be Can they balance their checkbook?
1: (laughs) Like, the only thing
2: that's literally stopping Barcelona from kind of taking that next step that everyone hoped they're going to do, because literally they went from ninth place, they went from mid table to second place, which is, if you guys don't think that's impressive, that is like you went from playing like legendary on FIFA and realized you sucked. So you went to amateur. (laughs) That's literally, (laughs) literally what you did. <laughs> and and then one. one and you weren't gonna get first place, but you got second. That's immensely impressive. Like that's that that was like and that was with Coleman. So I mean like and then you yeah. come in, Xavi comes in and kind of like put like literally like just duct taping a wd forty, like the motor of this of, of Barcelona to get him to second place. Like he was Vin Diesel in Cuba. Like he was, you know, he was Dom in Cuba driving that beat up, that beat up car. I mean, he,
1: he, blew he, used up. A, he used a, he, yeah, let's say he used that, uh that, that, uh the, the, the can opener. Yeah, like the little click, little click thingy, to, to go ahead and push that power. Are you trying to say that Obama Young is that little can thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that that
2: he's little little. That guy's got a lot of power in him and speed. So. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Literally, it's that scene from Fast and the Furious,
1: <laughs> and and it's like he brought out also, like he brought out Dembele,
2: he brought like he brought out
1: uh, ansufati out, out of injury and everything. So it's just you know,
2: uh, and that's did, a big I mean, addition right there is a healthy Ansufati. Yeah,
1: and then and then uh, also uh, Pedri, like pedri has been been showing up. I was like, damn, this kid here.
2: The only thing that's missing is just getting rid of PK. But I mean, I'm sure Gabby's mom can help with that. So, Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry, but honestly, the thing that's like really stopping Barcelona is literally their, their finances. Their, that's their li- finances.
1: That's that's literally going their to accounting to department
2: them. is literally what's holding them back. So,
1: we got my accounting department because we got our accounts on a whole line, like three different dealerships.
2: Yeah, bars. Yeah, so. So that's literally what's stopping Barcelona. Like, that's going to be the thing that impedes them. And I don't, I'm not saying that one week's going to be significant for Barcelona. Uh, like, I'm sure that, and I, once again, you know, Barcelona may be, may be able to figure out some way. Cause I think they were actually in this similar situation last transfer window, wasn't it?
1: Mm, no. Well, I mean, last transfer window, I think they uh, they went for. What
3: they end up getting. Uh, they shoot. got a uh, 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 from Manchester Isn't City. It? Oh, um, it's the Eric Garcia?
2: No, not him. No, the the winter transfer window, like xavi's first transfer oh. window. Oh, oh, oh um, um, he was like from Valencia, and then they went to Manchester City, um. Dang, how am I not drawing? How am I drawing a blank? How am,
1: I, how am I drawing a blank? Oh, Ferran Torres. Ferran Torres.
2: Because I think that they were like, "Oh wait, you can't register him yet," because yeah. like, he got broke, and then they still got him. Um, so
1: they got him because I think they sold like a bunch of like imaging rights and uh, like the 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 Spotify Camp New Camp New Spotify whatever. Yeah, you want Bar- call it now. Barcelona's
2: jersey is about to look like a NASCAR. Um, yeah, pretty much. A NASCAR, a NASCAR car, a car on NASCAR, car NASCAR.
1: Yeah, with a bunch of stickers on it. Yeah. So, Jesus Christ,
2: but, uh, maybe that's what. They're, <laughs> I mean, they already sold more, more of their rights to another, to another company. So,
1: and one was like, I think a TV network, right? Like, uh, TV rights. Um,
2: so next so the we're gonna see the next episode of Pawn Stars. Uh, Bro, uh, <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna force Gabby's mom to start an OnlyFans. Damn!
1: Oh my God, dude, you are not just going. Wow, I'm just going.
3: Just, just see pictures. Just see pictures, guys.
2: No, nope. PK cannot be involved. Hey, yeah. I man. Shakira's got tax evasion issues going on. So
1: apparently, it was like I'm like thinking I'm like didn't they use didn't both of them use the same account? <laughs> Oops! I was like, hmm. I was like, what to, what to be like, what to be like? Oh yeah, uh, was, <laughs> I like, paid my taxes, Akira. <laughs> no, what it what to be like, what to be like? Oh, um, uh, it'd be like, oh, it was PK's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm how talking, like some people are, are like, hey, BK's cousin? Um, no, no, but no, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know how some people are like, hey, I got a cousin who does taxes. I got a cousin who does this. I got a brother who does taxes. I got this, this, this. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, you don't know what the fuck happened, especially with like that much money. You know what I mean?
2: Like, yeah. Oh, well, anyway. So, my favorite for La Liga, which we did this with Syria. Now we're doing it with, with La Liga. Um, my favorite, I, I, I'm going to go with Real Madrid. I think, obviously, this is going to be uh, Carlo Ancelotti's last season as a manager. I believe he's going to be hanging it up after this one um, after yeah. an amazing career very successful manager in champions league uh which is it, it's funny we're saying four champions league trophies but that's literally the definition of a he has the most trophies of any manager in champions league um once again it's a crazy thing that we're talking about four trophies but yeah um yeah i don't you, know, you don't see him putting tattoos on him i think he does have a tattoo actually um but but yeah uh i, I feel like there's that um this could be the this could be the last time we see you know benzema modric and cruz you know, all those guys, you know, together one last time. Cause I think that this has to be the year that like they finally have to like start moving on from these players. But you know, yep. you know I keep saying that every year and they don't do it. So who, who the fuck am I? Um, but yeah. So I mean, Sir, Real Madrid fan. Yeah. Just a Real Madrid fan that just keeps, <laughs> keeps talking about this. But, um, but yeah. So I, I think that, you know, it, it would be the perfect swan song for for Carlo Angelotti to win it, win La Liga one more time uh for, for all time's sake maybe get in trouble maybe probably not but but yeah so that's my favorite so that is Serie A and La Liga we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with the Liga MX halfway breakdown yo Edward I'm digging that jersey where did you get it
1: thanks I got it at fanatics.com
2: What's Fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting
1: Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network.
2: Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we're back. All right. La Liga. So it's crazy that we're already at the halfway point, but it's because also there's a playoffs. So... They only play. They only play each team once, so there's only 17 matches. So we're yeah, we're basically at the halfway point. All right, so let's look at the top four, of the teams that would essentially be guaranteed into the Liga Mekis playoffs. Um, in first place, we have Toluca. <laughs> I know that put a smile on your face. Yeah, I'm actually wearing my Toluca jersey too. Um, with 17 points, five wins, two draws, one loss. Um, this team basically cleaned house and then just brought in a bunch of players. Apparently that works. So, and then in second place is Monterrey. Um, Toluca does have a hand on 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 the other teams uh, below them, but you know, I think it's because they're trying to catch up with the season. I don't know, but yeah. So Monterrey is in second place with 16 points. So they're all very close to each other. And and then in third place is Tigres with 15 points as well. Like I said. Top three, very close to each other. Uh, So that honestly could shake up at any moment. Um, And then in fourth place, you have Edwards' beloved Pachuca with 12 points. (laughs) And then in the reclassific. All right. So looking at the top four, is there any team that you think could probably fall off?
3: Uh...
1: (laughs) You can go ahead, (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, I really,
3: Pachuca Okay, yeah, I mean that's a fair point. So
2: that's fair. That's fair to say. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the the, the Toluca fall off because they've they've done this before. So <laughs> <laughs> this <is> dude, <stupid. laughs> I am waiting for that. But I mean, they did bring in uh, they did bring a pretty good manager. I'm not trying to take that in, away from any of that, but um, Toluca has tortured me plenty of times. Um. Also I've been victim to that stupid higher seed stupid rule in, in the in the in the two leg matches um I fall victim to that many times but anyways but yeah so i agree I agree with you with that though Pachuca but that's only because they're literally 12 points they have the same points as the team that's in fifth place, which is Nikaksa. so all that money that Justin Verlander Eva Longoria Kate Upton uh Ozil have put in is a, <laughs> is, is paying off. Weird, like like. An active soccer player. <laughs> it's weird that an active soccer player owns a team. <laughs> like, I Bro, mean, there's active, at- there's active NBA players and NFL players that own an MLS team, but it just seems weird when there's like a literally an active, like, I mean, probably he's gonna be retiring at some point, but like, it's just weird that Ozil said, "Hey, I want to own a Mexican team." <laughs> hey man, you never know I me. Mean, hey, he's
1: looking for revenues. He's looking. For-
2: he might he, he's, he's looking to invest in something that he feels is probably gonna be like a good investment, man. It's just also yeah, it's boy. just a random assortment of people. I'm just I'm just saying Kate Upton, uh I mean Justin Verland and Kate Upton obviously they're married, so it's, it's both their yeah. but um uh, yeah. uh and then even Ligoria and then you have Mr. Lozio. It's just it's just it just, just it's like how did these how did all these people come together?
1: <laughs> and they probably met up at a Cristiano Ronaldo party. You never know.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Well, maybe may, maybe Ronaldo was trying to smash Kate up and didn't realize she was just just Justin Verlander. Yeah,
1: and,
2: and I mean? don't know about even well even Laguardia can
3: still get it. Um, but but yeah, <laughs> 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 she's hot. Like, I mean, <laughs> what's hey,
2: going on? But anyways, uh, Nagaxa is in fifth place. Sixth place is Santos Laguna. Then place is Puebla, who actually just added Josie Altador to that team. Maybe that's the reason why they did that. Uh, and eight places Tijuana, nine places León, ten places Pumas, who just added Danny Alves. I want to, I want to see Danny Alves in the playoffs. Just gonna point that.
1: Dude, out. did you see that he was actually, he was actually, uh, he was actually playing up front, like as a forward for a little
2: bit. He's just gonna have the time of his life. That's what. He, that's that's all I'm here. That's all I take from that. <laughs> he's like, I'm yeah, gonna do whatever I want.
1: He was having fun. He was—he was, he was being mean, upset. So, Pumas is, is
2: in in Mexico City, right? Yeah, I think
1: so. I so he's in the have, capital,
2: just know. living it up right now. Pretty much. Mm, yeah. Holy shit! Pumas has only won one game, and they're in tenth place. <laughs> that's it. I mean, they haven't lost a game, but I mean, like that's Im- that's impressive. Like, I actually, I'm dumbfounded by that one. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, Cruz Azul is in 11th. And Juarez is at 12th place. So those are the teams that are in reclassification. And in 13th place, you have Atlas. 14th, you have Club America. San Luis. Atletico San Luis, obviously. Uh, Mazatlan. Chivas is in 17th place. And in 18th place are the pieces of shit, um. Damn. Well, I mean, never forget. But, I mean, obviously, we saw this happening for Atlas. It wasn't going to be able to... This wasn't going to be, like, a consistent run or anything like that. Um, but, I mean, I would... They they're easily can jump into reclassification. Same thing for America. Um, though, America's got, like, Leagues Cup now to be playing in. Same thing with Chivas. Chivas is just the, the team that I'm just like, what the hell happened? They haven't even won a game. Uh, and you can say the same thing for Queretaro, but not the yeah, Chivas has yet to have won a game.
1: I mean, uh, I think they're they're still trying to relive like the old days, but I don't know when they'll get there. They need a made again.
2: Interesting. like this is my kind of a, a question that I maybe you can maybe maybe you wanna like touch up on, but like how much longer can Chivas sustain the whole we only play with Mexican players? Thought process, because you gotta remember, Chivas is, I believe, the only team in Liga MX that has a full Mexican squad, right? So and the thing
1: is, they they do bring up from their plantilla, they do bring up uh, like Mexican kids, you know, to play for them.
2: Yeah, and I get that, but like, and that's like kind of been an issue that people have been talking about with Liga MX that a lot of the players, a lot of players in Liga MX are not Mexican. Um, Which I mean, it's a very fair point. I mean, I think if you look at some of the top teams, right? Shoot, Club America has like a lot of non-Mexican players on that on their team. Um, A lot of these teams, actually, you could say they have a lot of non-Mexican players on their team. Um, Shoot, we just mentioned Pumas having having Donny Alves, um, and we just mentioned you know Josie Altzor, Jordi Puebla. So it's like, I don't know if that's I mean, obviously, that's an issue for Liga MX because obviously you want to make sure that you're developing Mexican players in your domestic league, which has kind of been the, the bread and butter for Mexico. Because, I mean, if you think about the Mexican national team over the years, like, yes, they do get they do have like a few share of like Mexican players that play in Europe. But majority of them were, you know, players that were from Liga MX. And also Liga MX does this thing where they they don't let their players leave. Uh, uh, a lot of times, um, you know, uh, you know, there's a few players that finally get, get out of there. And, you know, uh, uh, Oberlin Pineda, I believe went, is over at Celta Vigo, though I think things haven't really been working out for him over there. Um, yeah. I think Nestor Orajo is another one that plays over at Celta Vigo. Obviously, we all know about Chucky Lozano. Uh, Jesus Corona, uh, he's over, he's over with Sevilla now. Um, Raul Jimenez, with Wolves, obviously. Uh, but, like, you know, obviously, I, I commend Chivas for, for being very, with like, we're going to only play with Mexican players. We're going to develop Mexican players, and we're going to continue to have Mexican players on our team. I love their commitment to it, but um, I'm not trying to say that, like, oh, you're not going to be able to win with Mexican players, but obviously, you got to go out there and sign players. Um, and, and, and sometimes, like, some pretty good signings are not Mexican players. Um
1: They may they may have to they may have to go for like those dual citizen those dual citizen players like the you know like uh I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, like I know there's like a few even from like the old old oh the old days, it's like they probably had like half Mexican, half Argentinian, half Mexican, half Brazilian, half Mexican, half so at least, you the know, maybe you might have to <laughs> the Los, yeah, Santos Los Santos brothers. Um. yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think Ramoncito Morales was actually half Mexican and half Argentinian. which just goes play for the Mexican team. I mean, the Yeah,
3: Zinia, the Zinia There you go, Zinia. Yeah. So, like, so go that,
2: the, like, I, I guess going back to the question, do you think the issue for Chivas is because they're so committed to playing with Mexican players that they're just not catching up with what the rest of the teams in Liga MX are doing? That's, that's kind of holding them back? Or is just... It's just been another issue with Chivas because, once again, you know, for quite some time, this team has been a revolving door for managers. Um, but I mean, when you look at the when you look at the roster, the team's pretty solid if you really think about it. Um, but what's the issue with Chivas?
1: I mean, I just think it's uh, I don't know, man. I, I think it, I think it is time for them to step up and to try to step into the 21st century. Um, and like, try to get like all these young players. Uh, the like I said, those citizens, or maybe even go out and go to South America, pick up a couple of young bucks that they need them. But you know, it's just I, I think it is that that. Don't get me wrong; they do have a really good plantilla. They do have a really good uh, uh, starting like like young squad. Um, it's just. To build them up, it's the difficult part to, to bring them up to the next to the next tier up.
2: Yeah, that's very true. But, anyways, so that's what's going on with Liga Um Obviously, we'll we'll touch back up once we're near near the end of the season and they'll start going into playoffs. I don't know if they're gonna have a pause during the World Cup. Um, I don't know. I didn't I didn't see anything about them having a pause. But if they do, we'll also let you know about that. But yeah. Alright, our yeah. uh, games to recap. What's your game to recap?
1: Alright, so my game to recap is... Drum roll, And actually, it's going to hit me a little bit in the heart. It's going to hit me a little bit in the... Like you said, It' going to rip off the band-aid.
3: Yeah, just go ahead and rip it off.
1: Alright, so my game is actually the... Brighton versus Manchester United, which Brighton won that one two to one. Um, yes, I am calling out Manchester United because of what in the flying gym. Um, Manchester United has sixty-three percent of the possession, and they outshot Brighton seventeen to fifteen. Five of those shots on on target for Manchester, four of those shots on target for Brighton, and the Manchester <laughs> goal. Was it Mac Alister in the 68th minute, and it was an own goal. And the Brian
3: goal. So you guys
2: didn't even score your own goal. <laughs> no,
1: nope, pretty much nope. And then uh, Garab scored both of them in the 30th and the 39th minute. It was like back to back. And mind you, they were actually pretty damn good goals. It's just the hair yeah, was just he he was lost. That I, I saw the second goal like I, I saw how it was done, and yeah, he was he was just out of it. I was just surprised that he was. He was out out that far. Like he left a big wide open space for him to just score it in and he just couldn't hold will on will to the ball. The only, I,
2: guess. I will say silver lining for Manchester United fans. Um Isandro Martinez is pretty good.
1: Yeah. He, but that's the thing, it's like McTominay and uh and McGuire, dude like what in the hell, man?
2: <laughs> yeah, after I said so many nice things about McTominay, I'm like, I think I might need to take it back. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, hold on. He was pretty was, good. Was so, he was pretty good. It's just when he—it's like when Harry Maguire fucks up. does he? <laughs> yeah, so it's
2: like it's like they were. How so much for in a for bounce back here for Harry Maguire? Um, no, it was, and, it was it's it's crazy so, to think because I remember they were just zooming in constantly on Cristiano Ronaldo and, have, and uh Bahrain. Does,
1: does he have? Does he have like some sort of pool? Like what, what's going on with Maguire? Like for him to be. Considered, hey, this guy's the the next the, the 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 big center back that we need, period. But he hasn't been performing. I just don't know. I'm like, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Huh? It is what it is. But yeah, moving on. Moving on. up. That's right. just very upsetting. But moving on. Right, What's your game band- recap?
2: Well, since your bandage ripped off, um, Fulham and Liverpool draw one to one. Liverpool had 67 percent of the possession. Liverpool also outshot uh, Fulham 11-9, 4-3 on shots on target as well. So Liverpool was essentially having a Liverpool-esque game. The goals for Fulham were from Mitrovic in the 32nd and the 72nd minute mark off of a penalty. And the Liverpool goals were from, I, at this point I feel like Edwards adopted son, Darwin Nunez in the 64th minute, and by Mo Salah in the 80th minute. So, one, at least you could take away is that, you know, Darwin Nunez is, is in fact scoring, and Mohamed Salah is living up to his uh, contract extension. But,
1: and uh, and I, I just want to bring it up that I did want to put I, I was really skeptic on my, uh, my player of the week. I did want to put Darwin Nunez, but it's just he he did he did a great he did a great goal to start off with, but also his he did the assist to Mo Salah. So Ooh. it was like yeah. So it was it was like Darwin Nunez actually was doing what he's paid to do. And I mean that was I don't know if you saw it, the the back heel though. Like when he shot it in, it oh. was a back heel. Wow. It was I need, like I uh, didn't catch that I need to take a look yeah, at that again. It was it was it was a back heel. It was a like uh, uh they passed it to him and it it looked like it, the defender touched it, but he actually did clip it in with the back heel. Like and, and it was a it was a really nice, superb goal.
2: Okay. And then yeah. uh Jurgen Klopp's takeaways were uh that he felt that the pitch was dry and uh the draw was more of a defeat. Which is very fair to say. It's, it's full of um no offense Fulham, But it's full but I thought it was funny that he mentioned that the pitch was right. I don't think that was necessary necessary to make a point about that. But, but that's, that's Jurgen drinking for you. Um, I love drinking yep. clock. Um, but yeah, so so that is, that was my game. All right, players of the week, man. Who is your player of the week?
1: All right. So, and I think you saw this one coming.
2: Maybe. Yeah. So I was thinking him or another player, but uh, yeah. go ahead.
1: Well, I mean, also I I know who you were thinking of, but. You're probably two more players, but so my player of the week is actually uh, Lionel Messi, who scored two goals in PSG's 5 0 win against Clement. And I'll be honest, that goal that he, I never in a 100 years would have thought that Messi would have scored a bicycle kick goal.
2: Yeah. Never. <laughs> I, I was very much in, in awe of that goal. I thought it was a great goal. Uh people that want to say that it 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 didn't it wasn't as good as Cristiano Ronaldo's goal. Shut the fuck up. Um it's still an impressive goal. Um so that's my takeaway on that one, uh, my thought on that one. Uh but no yeah you you yeah no, that's a great one. Uh two goal performance and then provided assist. Uh I mean you saw you saw a little a little a little little sparkle in the eye of of uh, of Neymar and uh now now that we've watched the documentary of Neymar we I feel like we we know Neymar a little bit differently now um so so seeing that I think is just it, it it does give you that reassurance that uh he's going to you know we're going to see uh we're going to see a different a different type of Neymar this season and maybe it was necessary to have Messi in his side you know what i mean yeah
1: i mean exactly it was uh it's pretty it was pretty cool seeing them connect like that a lot of people were saying that that pass that messi did to neymar was an accident but i i could tell it, it was actually a pass Who the
3: fuck cares it was a goal <laughs> yeah I you know it, it was an assist. The now.
1: haters,
2: an, the it, haters, the
1: haters. You already know.
2: It. it doesn't matter. It, it's like it's like my goal. Like, the goal I scored. It may have been an accident, but it went in the back of the net. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it didn't count because it was an accident. Shut the fuck up. And I know who everybody was trying to compare Messi's bicycle kick to. Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously the, the one the bicycle kick that he did against Juventus in the Champions League—that's one of those like freaking amazing moments that we're never. And it, honestly, it wasn't even that great of a bicycle kick. If you want to talk about bicycle kick, a ball bicycle kicks, it's still Zlatan Ibrahimovic bicycle kick against England because that has some yeah. distance to it. So, oh yeah. So I mean, if you want to talk about the bicycle kick, there's that, but. I mean you gotta you have to realize how hard is it to do a bicycle kick to begin with, and oh yeah,
1: and you have to have the space you have to have the time the, the you have to make sure you're gonna connect,
2: yeah, timing is everything it, it, it's it's a very difficult, and you gotta remember that pass was not coming from the side that that pass was coming forward, right, yeah, well kind of forwardish, but yeah it it was so it's it's yeah timing was of the essence on that one. The fact Messi even did it was was just I'm like props to him because, I mean he scored almost every type of goal at this point and I have never seen I, I don't that, think, was, I that think was that was the
1: only biggest, one I think that was the only one that never ever so yeah, I think that was the only one he's never ever scored so, I think he's even done I think he's even done a taquito like I think he's even done a heel goal but I've never seen him do a a bicycle kick ever yeah so, the okay. only time the only time I ever saw him up in the air was when he scored against Manchester United. With that, with that fish,
2: that the fish thing, yeah, the, like, the, the, like, hair, the hair, helped that cause down that, that one. It just yeah. made it more epic with the long hair, long hair, messy. Pretty, but uh, pretty much, also, I mean, shoot, freaking, he's even had his own version of the hand of God. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, it's for the people that want to hate on a bicycle, shut the fuck up. Uh, it's a, it's a great goal. It was a good goal. A great performance. We needed this from Messi. Like, just point blank. Uh, point blank, We needed, we needed this kind of performance from Messi. And the reason why is because we've all felt that he's been kind of mentally checked out at PSG. Um, mm. I'm, now obviously, this is just one game, but he looks like Messi. Like yeah. he looked like the guy we all remember because he, I'm, I'm telling you, last season, he didn't look familiar to me. Like, he didn't look like the guy that made me cry. Um, plenty of times. Um, <laughs> You know, but he, he, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's equivalent to the way he looked in Argentina, but he's still, he looks a little bit more comfortable. I, I don't know what happened at PSG. Uh, maybe he got drunk with Neymar. I don't know. It was funny. It's still funny to watch. Remember that, that moment seeing Messi drunk? Uh, I mean, I'm sure he drinks. I'm just, I'm not, it's just, it's just funny to see Messi drunk. Um, but yeah, no, it, great pick Honestly, Messi, I thought you were going to go another route. Uh, but you know what? Hey, now we we got it even more uh, tied for, for first place right now because everyone's only got two votes now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm telling you, like it was it was, uh, it was really unexpected. Honestly, it, it was really hard for me to choose because it was four. It was four that I wanted to choose, but <clears throat> I, I had to choose that one. It was either can I can I say it or should I just keep it?
2: What? Who you would have gotten?
1: Yeah.
3: Go ahead. I so, mean, whatever it was, uh, your vote, So,
1: yeah. So it would have been. It, it was between Messi, Nunez's goal, Alan scoring two goals, and then Lewandowski. Like the the way he was playing, it was really good. He scored. He he assisted. He did a backheel assist. So, oh okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean to be honest, like I said, I mean it was, it was really hard to choose.
2: Which was because, I mean if you would have picked holland or or mess or 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 Lewandowski, that would have put them in for, like in, in a comfortable first place position but <laughs> but good job we got messy we we added more guys to, a bombing is still in there, <laughs> so, yeah so that's interesting. This this uh this, uh player of the week, this player of the year is going to be a very interesting <laughs> conclusion. It's going to be interesting, man. It's, my, some people might go like, what the fuck <laughs> with who we end up with here? <laughs> it could be a bombing. It could be Holland. We don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> and, and I'm not going to help because my player of the week is Florian Satoka. Uh, Satoka, <laughs> he scores a hat-trick in RC Lens 3-2 win against Styled So, obviously, everyone knows my thought process. If I see a hat trick, I'm like, that's the guy. (laughs) That's the guy. (laughs) So, Florian Sototoka, you might not be featured again, but you're here. So, so congratulations to Lionel Messi and Florian Sototoka, which is probably going to be a very interesting graphic for Players of the Week, but you guys are our Players of the Week. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also both... uh, So, me and I, were both went to the Premier League for our our games to recap, and we went both to League One for our Players of the Week. So, that's interesting. No, I mean, we didn't talk about it. To be fair, we did not talk. We don't talk about this. <laughs> I yeah, was asking we, where, can you don't. give me your game and your player of the week. Yep.
1: Yeah. So he knows. It. He knows, but then it's, he's like, "Damn!" Like he already, he already has his person in mind.
2: Yep. All right. So games to watch this weekend. We do have. It's a full, full, full slate. Now we got all the leagues playing. So here we go. In the MLS, we got LA Galaxy taking on the Vancouver Whitecaps. Maybe Puig's debut. So maybe, I don't know maybe. if he'll start. Maybe he'll come off the bench, but Puig's debut will be most likely that one. Hopefully, LAFC taking on Charlotte FC. I mean, Bill. Good God, Bill! Like
1: just Dude.
2: outran. ran.
1: The thing is, I don't think that was Bill's top speed. Well, like way, that way that to, move that
3: he way to hate on that. the <laughs> list there.
1: No, but I He's mean not even even in his final form. <laughs> yeah, dude, he literally like, okay, compare the speed that he did to when he when he went against uh I think it was Jordi Alba or Pique, or like you and kids, like when he ran around them and then he still went out of bounds and still kept running. I was like and then I was comparing that speed and I was comparing the speed that he did there when he did or the run around again. I was like he he looked slower, like he ran slower, but it was like still faster. I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "He still has his pace. He still he, he, with, he his like ball, athletic, with ball, you said, control, with you, ball control."
2: People don't understand, like when you're running fast, like you can't just be running fast with the ball because uh-uh. uh-uh. not many people can do that. Yeah, nope. Messi, like, we, like just I know this this is like starting to turn into like the messy hour, uh, but like the ball literally looks like it's glued to his foot when he runs. Um uh-huh. mm-hmm. bail does it a little bit differently obviously he lets like he lets the he, ball kind
1: he, of trail him. he lets the ball go forward and then like he'll go ahead and chase after the ball but it works
2: yeah, for that that boy, yeah, that boy can run i mean uh yeah. man i mean he's thirty years old now <laughs> <laughs> that man can run <laughs> but yeah so hey. LA uh l a f c taking on charlotte f c um we'll we'll see. See what 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 more we're gonna see from and then Chelini with the with the volleyball smash.
0: Oh, I moved yeah. from it,
2: by the way, because it was literally gonna become a breakaway run. So yeah, he had to stop the ball. So I mean, he did what he needed to do, but it was just funny because you know everybody's like, "Oh, this guy's this world class defender," and I'm like, I "Technically, that's world class defending." <laughs> so he literally stopped the goal scoring opportunity by getting fouled <laughs> by, by committing a foul. So. The man, the man's a genius. You guys, you guys just don't get it. Um, in Liga Mekis, we have Necaxa taking on Monterrey and the Battle of Guadalajara, Chivas versus Atlas. Um, Chivas mm. is, obviously Chivas needs to win and Atlas needs to get into reclassification. So, yeah, that's what they like. think. In Liga, we got PSG taking on Montpierre and Monaco taking on Stadionis. In Serie A, we have Jesus Christ! Oh, I didn't pick this team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Salernitana <laughs> just get relegated. <laughs> the team <laughs> I won't relegated. <laughs> Salernitana. Um, off, right. you I think I know good. exactly why I picked this game because it's Roma. The ball is debut with Roma, uh, Roma obviously, and um, all right, all right.
1: apparently them. <laughs> <So>, well, yeah, them <laughs> Um,
2: yeah. So so there's that. And then Sampdoria taking on Atalanta. So the, those games for Serie A and the Bundesliga. We got Freiburg taking on Borussia Dortmund. Um, pretty obvious why this game. Um, I want to see more for, I mean, Borussia Dortmund comes out comes out with a big win against Bayer Leverkusen. Obviously behind their captain Marco Royce. Uh, let's see what they do with another team that did very well last season uh, in Freiburg. Yeah, we'll see. And it's then it's Bayern Munich taking on Wolfsburg. Which Bayern Munich is is still destroying teams. Uh, so, yeah, com- confirmed. Even then, <laughs> so confirmed. Uh, in La Liga, obviously, we got we got to see what happens with Barcelona here. So Barcelona taking on Real Vallecano, which I believe still has uh, Facao. So,
1: so you never know.
2: Just surprised. Know. Uh, Valencia, which is. I honestly probably should have mentioned this team as a team to watch because I don't think they have done anything, but obviously you do have the American uh 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 Moonus Yunus Musa. What? Yeah. What? Musa. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you have the American Yunus Musa there. And then you got Girona, which obviously you know, making their return to La Liga. You got uh obviously Baladin Castellanos a player that I do really like in the MLS, see what he does there. Uh, and Valencia, like I said, is a team that probably wants to get back into that discussion as some of the top, one of the top teams in La Liga. So maybe they could do it, prove it here against uh, Girona. In the English Premier League, we got Arsenal taking on Leicester City. Uh, Arsenal had a, a had a really good start to their season. Thank God. Um, hopefully, they can continue on against Leicester City. And we got a London derby. Chelsea taking on Tottenham. So this is going to be very interesting. Tottenham coming off of a big win. Chelsea coming off of a very, very boring game. But you know what? It's Chelsea. They're going to be a little bit more defensive, which we shouldn't be. We should be surprised by that. But still, yeah. so, you know, who's going to win here? The better defense or clearly a, a very ridiculous front attack of Richarlison, Harry Kane. Uh Hungman Son, uh Kulavesky, Parisage. Damn. I, I I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of worried no. now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no no, you're like, oh damn, I didn't I didn't realize the lineup. Once you said you're Charleston, I think you just It just snapped in you like Harry Kane, Son, or Charleston, you're like, ooh, damn, hold on. <laughs>
2: Is this is like my. I, I was so. I, was I just blinded
1: said, with my name? No, 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 no. And, and then the thing is, you said Paris, Hitch, and Paris Hitch actually did a really badass goal and an assist, you know, in the preseasons.
3: Yeah. So, so, um, <laughs> go, go, Blues. <laughs> I don't
1: mean, know. just, I just, I just realized that too. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I was watching like the assists, the goals,
2: and they were actually pretty damn good.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh damn!" I was like, "I don't
2: think I can realize this." <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's go ahead and um and and also address the elephant in the room: the singing oh, beds, the singing beds. All right, so the singing beds—the way it's gonna be—where? So apparently, someone can't do their singing beds. Uh, I'm I'm uh, sure I'm sure you're knocking them out because
1: I'm trying.
2: Yeah, my voice is so horrible. Okay, I, I I think I'm gonna offer you and Spencer this because unless unless Spencer already knocked out his, you can either knock out your singing bets, or you start the table with the negative with negative points depending on the number of songs that you still need to sing. Nah. So it's I think Spencer tough. only has like four. So he will start with negative four. And I think you have, like, what, six or seven? Six or seven.
1: Man, my teams are horrible last season. Jeez. And Manchester United is not off to a good start.
2: So do you want to start with negative points or do you want to knock out these singing beds?
1: It's really... No, this is actually a tough decision. Like, I want to take it, but then you said negative seven. That's really tough. Like, that's really, really tough the thing is, if I keep going down and down and down, at the end of the day, I'm gonna end up doing like let's say if it has be, happens another seven, I'll have to do four. Well, times.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna change the the, the singing bed stipulations now because this, this is, yeah this is kind of a little ridiculous. So, but I'm I'm offering you this right now before I mention the new stipulations.
1: Um, I don't know what's best to do. What
2: uh Bro, my voice is ter- I sang I had to sing despacito. <laughs> and that was bad. Did, it, did I choose that or did you choose that? I think <laughs> that was Spencer too. It was like a, no, it was random roulette. Uh it was one of the songs uh, I picked up. <laughs> um shoot. Okay. Dispense,
1: dis- what is, what is Spencer?
2: I haven't I this I literally this just came to me right now. This just came to me right and it just came
1: to me right, to you right now. Okay, okay.
2: Um, All right, I'll put, um, I'll text it right now in the group. Okay, um, man, you got to right now.
1: Ah, the pressure, dude! I'm you're making me sweat. Like I'm actually sweating thinking about this. Uh, mm, mm, I'm really tempted. Take the negative seven, but it's, it's a negative seven. Uh, how do I get back? And then I have to think about. Uh, okay, so the thing is, I do not recall if we included it, and we included uh, the, the champions League or uh, whenever the teams were No, it was off just did, regular season. No, just lead, regular season? Okay.
2: Um, I, I even mentioned when it's a singing I sent you all the songs you need to sing.
1: I know, I know. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm just... Damn it. Okay, I'll take the negative seven. You're going to take negative seven?
3: I'll take the negative seven. I
1: have a feeling I'm going to regret this so hard. Okay, one second. Let me text Spencer. Dude, I am literally sweating from my pits. (laughs) It's not because it's hot, it's just me. Like, the anxiety attack is about to hit. Jesus Christ, you're gonna really start with negative seven
0: points.
1: You can't be upset. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I'm able, or that my teams are able. I'm now at this point. I'm not just relying. on Let me pretty, let me look at the sinking bed table. Fr- fr- Frankie, 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 Frankie John. I'm 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 not. Hope- I'm now. I'm hoping Frankie DeJohn leaves leave. He he he. They money. Um, yeah. So somehow.
2: Okay. So you yeah you would have negative seven points, and then Spencer would have negative four.
3: He
1: only lost. He only lost four times. Yeah. <sighs> All right. uh, I'm trying. Uh, I'll try to. Uh, you can hear the. This is the. the you can hear the, the. You can hear the doubt in my voice. <laughs>
2: All right. Let me just ask. The hurting, people, really bad. All right. So everyone's gonna start with negative seven points. All right. Let me explain how we're gonna do this because, like, I I ain't trying to deal with this with this like because honestly, as soon as I lose my bet, I go ahead and knock it out because I don't want to hold ha- ha- like take it any longer. And I mean, I'm not I'm not telling you I have all the time in the world to do this stuff. Sometimes I just have like very small amount of time, but I'm like I'm just gonna knock it out because. Jesus Christ, I don't want this looming over me. Um, like me? Yeah. And I kept mentioning it to you and you did nothing. So. <laughs> but that's the, that's the price you paid. So That's what happens. This is scary
1: now. All right.
2: I'm really scared. So this next edition of the singing bed, there's not going to be any one-on-one matchups where the loser has to do a singing bed well, we'll do this time. And Edward, you still have to do this because you did end up finishing in last place. So Spencer gets to pick all the songs that you get, like intro, outro, and even before the, the announcement of the, of the player of the year award. Edward, Spencer's still going to pick the songs that you sing for those breaks, by the way. Um, so that's still okay. a thing. You still, you still owe him yeah. that. You, you, Spencer, I the three songs for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, that, but that's a whole other thing. So now, it's just going to be the table. The table is just going to be whoever finishes in first picks the song that the person that finishes in last that has to sing for the end of the the year episode. That's it. So intro, outro, and then before we announce the player of the year. That's the the thing of embarrassment that we're going to do.
1: Is there a way that I can sing like three or four songs and then start negative three? Negative four. Is there a way to pass away. Are you to actually that? gonna sing the songs? I will damn try my best to sing See, the
3: songs. Dude, you said that
2: last time and you didn't knock them out.
1: <laughs> I know. With uh, I just feel like negative seven. I'm already starting at the very, very, very bottom.
3: Yep, you will be.
1: <sighs>
3: Tell me what you want to do, man.
1: And do. I'll start at negative seven. Because then the things I I would have to have time to do to knock these out. And that's one thing that I don't have with me at the moment. And especially the next three weeks.
2: All right. Yeah. All right. So just to re- reiterate how the singing bet's going to work. All right. So everyone's going to start with negative seven. So, you know, God's beat on that
3: one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Barcelona gets, gets her finances situated. Um, but yeah. So yeah. the bets will still, the songs. So we're still going to do the table. So obviously Spencer teams is Manchester City, Borussia Dorman, Juventus and Atlético Madrid. Edward is Barcelona, Borussia Dorman, uh, Manchester United. And Juventus. And then my teams are obviously Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, which seems kind of unfair now when I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, AC Milan and Arsenal, which evens it out. Um, it, it's a fair, it's fair, Edward. It's fair. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so whenever our teams face each other's team, well, whether it's a win, loss or draw, it will be added to our table. So the person that ends with this, with the highest number of points is first, second, nothing happens to second. Last place, however, for the end of year episode, which would be obviously the episode before the new year where we announce, you know, our Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year award. The first place person gets to pick the song for the intro, outro, and the presentation for the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year award.
1: Oh god,
3: there's going
2: to be a to song? Yeah, we're gonna do a whole we're gonna do a whole event about it. Oh
1: no, okay.
2: We'll make it a spectacle. Hmm. Huh. Oh, hi, let, me, let, me, let me make sure Spencer knows about that too. Spencer, pick your three songs forever to sing for the end of year episode. Hmm.
3: You can talk right away. <laughs> I
1: know. I know. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I'm really thinking of like. Uh. Like. Like. I got that feeling in the pit of my stomach. <laughs> oh man. I'm just like. Oh geez. That's how you know that I'm just like. Oh, I'm start, I'm starting at the very very bottom for everybody who wants to know. I'm starting at the very very. Very bottom of the table. I'm, I'm basically. I feel like I got relegated. Yeah, you're
2: definitely. You, you, you definitely started pretty bad here. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to go up. Should have knocked out your singing bits. <sighs> I know. Anyways, um, but yeah. So once again, first place. We'll we'll pick three songs that the loser has to sing for the end of year episode. Obviously, also let him know which one's the introduction, the outro. For, well, for Spencer's sake, but Spencer, since Spencer's the producer and he won last season, he he doesn't have to worry. It's crazy that it ended. To, it had to go to Atletico Madrid versus Real Madrid uh to decide that. By the way, uh, so I, it would have yeah. sucked if it had been a tie because then I would have to have done. I have to do all the math here. By the way, <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> like I would have to have try to figure, count all the goals for and allowed in those matches and see who had the goal differential. <laughs> Which bar me probably would have helped. Um, but yeah, so so that's the singing bed. So you guys want to know that's how, that's how we're going to do the singing bed this year um, because apparently and, and I mean in hindsight, because last year, like the first year that we did the singing bets, it was a little bit different because it was just La Liga. So it wasn't it was only like you know, six singing, wait yeah, like six singing beds that we did, and then yeah. obviously we added the other league, so it just kind of became a giant, became a pretty big cluster ball of fuck. yeah, big a big clusterfuck. So that was my bad on my part. Um, but you know, I, I I if I didn't knock out the singing beds, I probably would have been a little bit nicer. But like, I actually did, and you guys had to deal with me singing Nickelback and 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 Luis Fonzi, So that was punishment enough for me, um, and yes. I. I still have to I still sang Britney Spears and Mighty Cyrus, by the way. That still needs to be put in. <laughs> so I feel like I've done my punishment enough. <laughs> so I'm offering this to Spencer and Edward. If, if, if Spencer agree, if, if Spencer accepts it or he have probably already knocked out his singing bets, if he did that, then he'll, you know, he'll be fine. But if not, then he'll be starting with negative four points. So i could go to me right now, but. Mind you, I'm also an Arsenal fan. So that, that could al- honestly backfire on me pretty bad. Um, and then Spencer has Manchester City. So that's it's a pretty huge Trump card to have. Um, yeah, <laughs> if you ask anybody, that's a very beneficial one. Um, mm-hmm. but then I have Bayern Munich, which is also unfair. Um, but,
1: and I have, yeah,
2: <laughs> Juventus, I- <laughs> which Spencer also has. Actually, Syria helped nobody. That was the only one that no, I dropped. Like, that, that's the one that's, that's the one
1: that's going to be like, anybody
2: could win it. Yeah. Anyone could win it. Um uh, La Liga's actually was, was pretty open. I honestly would have probably won if Real Madrid would just have maybe played, actually played Atlético Madrid. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's out of here there. But that, that's, that's the thing in bed. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then we're going to get going with three up, three down. But before you hear us do our three up, three down, uh, we'll have our special guest uh, do his three up, three down before we do. All right. So go ahead and check out this this ad. Hey, it's Hector.
1: Yo, this is Edward. And
3: And we are
2: are Insert Name FC. FC.
1: Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer.
2: Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time.
4: We will see see you there. What's up? It's Kelsey from the Highland Sports Podcast. Checking in, hitting this three up, three down on Insert Name FC. This is always a fantastic time for me because I get to talk jerseys. Not very often I get to talk kits in the soccer world on my podcast, so I appreciate Hector and Edward for having me on to talk about these kits. And we're going to start with Liga Un. Now, and, you know, the three up, three downs for Lagoon. I'm going to start with my three up. I got to hit it off with the Lorient third kit by Umbro. Uh, some people might call this a little weird. It's, 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 you know, it reminds me of the sand, reminds me of the sun. This is the, the idea behind it. it. also reminds me of Celebration Confetti. It looks really interesting. It kind of reminds me of the eggshell look that we've seen on some kits recently. But this one just really, really nice off-white with some orange and gray and, and black and green specks in there. It's really, really nice. I really do enjoy this one. Uh, number two, I'm going with Lyon, Olympic Lyon, and their event shirt. Now, this one is a little bit different. They call it the Milo Lyonnais, the Lyon jersey, and it is every color that is in the Lyon jer- in the Lyon badge looks absolutely fantastic. Sign me up for this one. They did a really good job. I'm not a big fan of like mixing in four different colors because you do get get to get some little little clustered sometimes, but this one looks fantastic. But my number one best jersey so far I've seen out of Lagoon is actually the Toulouse FC away kit. All black with the yellow fading into purple with the orange and red in the the middle. It's a fantastic kit. It's actually made by Kraft, which is a very interesting company to be making kits. But, hey, it looks fantastic. I want to see this one on the pitch. I want to see this one at night. This would look absolutely fantastic. And that'll do it for my three up. For the Lagoon jerseys this season. All right. I'm about to give you my three up. Now my three down for the Lagoon jerseys this season. I'm going to start with the Stadio Brestoe 29. Their home kit by Adidas. Look, nothing really wrong with it. It's red. It's white. It's your basic stuff, but it's all the logos. There's a logo every single place I look at on this kit. There's logos on the bottom. There's logos in the middle. There's logos next to the badge. Literally it crowds the badge out. You can't even see where it's at. Uh, just too much, too much logo on on this one. And that is something that sometimes Lagoon jerseys will tend to, uh, run into. Uh, Too many, too many, too many cooks in the kitchen, if you will. Now, number two, I'm going back to Lorient, but this time on the bad side, I'm going with their home kits. This orange with faded black, gray checkered. I, I don't, uh, no, it's too Halloween-y for me. It's just doesn't look as good. Like I like their third, I like that third kit that, that reminds me of like the, the cracked egg. This one is, is not so much. It's it's evidently pays homage to the club's Uh come to France win twenty years ago. But you know what? No, I, I don't. I don't like it. Not not for me. And at number one again, I, it's just this. It's the colors, man. Uh, it's the purple and orange on this third kit from OGC Nice. They're made by Macron. I, I just I, again, I don't like purple and orange. Liverpool did it a few years back. I hated the kit. This one, I just hated even more. And, you know, they, it's like mostly purple with orange on one side and then the orange stripe on the purple side. It's just, you know what? No, too much, too, too, too weird colors. Um, just don't like it as, as much. So that's my three down for my Lagoon jerseys. I appreciate Hector and Edward having me on here. As always, I'm Kelsey from the Hilo Sports Podcast. If you guys want to check us out every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, we go live on bellyup.tv and then you can catch our stuff on audio. Uh, version as soon as 6 a.m. The, the following day. So we appreciate everything, guys. Check us out on Twitter at high underscore low underscore sports. And as always, Hector Edward, I appreciate you guys having me on.
2: And we're back. Yeah, I know it was Kelsey. It was Kelsey. I mean, <laughs> shocker, it was Kelsey, guys. <laughs> we 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 love Kelsey, and and we obviously know he loves jerseys. He gets excited when he's on an episode when we do three up three down on jerseys. Um, so, uh, you know, I gave him his. It, I gave him an offer I offered him if. So for, from here on now, for the three up, three down on the jerseys, uh, you'll be hearing Kelsey before you hear us do our three up, three downs. So, so we'll, you know, so that's what's going to happen. But yeah, thank you, Kelsey, so much from High Low Sports. Go ahead and check them out. They, they do, uh, they are drop on Belly Up TV on Wednesdays. And then obviously the, ne- the next day, they, you, you can listen to them through, uh, Spotify, Apple, Pandora and all the great, uh, web, you know, all the great podcasting. Uh, sites as well, so great. I'll Obviously, also shout out because Kelsey's also the head of marketing for for Belly Up, moving up in the world. Um, and and you'll see Kelsey and his co-host DJ in all the other Belly Up shows. Uh, I'm I'm gonna try to. I, I, obviously, with my work schedule, sometimes it's a little bit hard to get put get you know try to get myself out there. But I'll definitely be trying to push myself a little bit more and being featured on some of these other uh, shows. And maybe you guys can see me not just talk about soccer. Other sports as well. We'll see. We'll see.
1: That'd be pretty cool because you do have a knowledge, vast knowledge of other sports besides soccer.
2: But yeah. So, Kelsey, um, he he did things differently. Obviously, he started with his three up and then did his three down. But uh, uh, we're going to obviously start with our three down. So, Edward, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, You should go first. Okay. All right. So, for my three down, uh, as soon as I pull this up, all right. My first readout is Olympic Marciel's home, and mm. the reason why I I, I I'm probably going to be a little bit nitpicky because I do like I usually tend to like uh, Olympic color, uh jerseys because of their I like their color scheme because you know baby mm-hmm. blue, but this was super disappointing. Was just to have like a plain white jersey and just their and, the just, and navy blue. Yeah, with
1: the stretch on the side.
2: What stretch side where
1: the stripes to the, side? the Olympic Marseille the straps on the on the sleeves
2: Oh I didn't even it's just a plain white jersey so I could I didn't even notice that Yeah oh. it looks like Oh it's like a it, it, reminds, they
1: me, have like a it arrow. reminds me No it reminds me of a, it reminds me of like a no, Shinchi and the Is it
2: is the same thing as their goalkeeper jersey
1: No the fourth that's the fourth the goalkeeper jerseys are black and but actually, they have different ones. But no, the main, the home, the white one with the with the rings around it. It reminds me of Shang Chi and the the seven rings. the ten rings. Are we looking at the same yeah. year? Yeah, Olympic Martial. Twenty
3: two, twenty three.
1: Twenty two, twenty three. I mean, that's the link you sent, huh? No? Or maybe
2: not. Uh, check the second link, cause I then I noticed that I messed up on that one.
1: Whoopsies. Uh, I messed up. So now I guess I'm currently talking about the original one. Let
3: me
2: see. Let me see which one you're talking about.
1: Okay. No, I see which one. Oh, okay. I see which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, now, okay. We're so point, now we're on the same page. Now uh, Just see. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's
2: the same. It's the same. Let me let me look at last season's jersey now. Oh no! I kind of did like that one. Uh, like uh, it was okay. That wasn't okay. It wasn't great, but it wasn't. It wasn't bad. Okay. Now we're on the same page though. But yeah, i I'm really disappointed. There's no baby blue in it. Um that's like my one gripe, but it's, that's why it's my number three. My number mm-hmm. two is Bompier's home.
3: Okay. Uh, let me see.
2: Let me see. Let me look at the jersey just so I can yeah, remember why I can
3: it disappointed
2: me. I hate this like sp- uh like weird stripes. Uh, I'm guessing the stripes are it's like off. It just doesn't look good. It's like it looks like it, it looks like you like rolled yourself in like some cat fur. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from it? But yeah, that, I didn't like that shirt. <laughs> and then my number one is studded breasts away. Which mm. let me see where is it? At?
1: The the white and gold
2: yeah, it's just I can't really read anything. I, I really it's look like, it me, it you can me, you can me. do white and gold like white and gold can be combined. It's just
1: no, like to me it reminds me of like Pumas jersey.
2: Yeah, But Pumas does it better. Yeah, and, and this is just it's like it's it's hard to read. Yeah, very blinding. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that is my my three down. Never what's your three down?
1: Uh, so my three down. Is actually <clears throat> so number three is um the Toulouse, the Toulouse, mm-hmm. the 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 away. I don't know. If you saw so that you're one.
2: already conflicting because that Kelsey likes that one.
1: Yeah, it, it just I don't know. Like it, it just I don't think the color schemes match, or maybe this is this is my thing. but. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Like maybe maybe it's also like the how the, the, the skyline I think isn't it supposed to be like France or something? What Toulouse? Is that supposed to be like mid Toulouse? I think that's Toulouse. Toulouse. Uh, well I, mean, I don't know, like I don't know, maybe it's the I, I think it's just the colors. Like it just the not it So maybe that's why.
2: Okay, so he's just so, not a fan like, of the game.
1: All right.
2: Yeah. Kelsey loves him, which is funny. <laughs> this is what happens so, with these, with these, uh, with these uh, three up three downs. You, you never know who's going to conflict with who.
1: Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, number two, the RC Lens, the away. Okay. And then just the, the big, I didn't even know how still existed, but yeah, that big outsham.
2: We already talked about uh, this. Yeah,
1: we do. I, I then, love like, the fact
2: that Alshon is a jersey sponsor, by the way.
1: And then like, the thing is like that middle stripe, bro. Like, this is... I don't know. Okay. Yeah, just really playing and stuff. And then my number one is actually... Um, mm, So my number one. Okay, so my number one is the AS Monaco, the third Jersey. It's like a slight oh, okay. like like a velvet, not not so, velvet. So you are like not sparkles, a It's lavender. Of like,
2: anything, like the lavender. Ending not their color scheme is what what I'm taking.
1: Pretty much. But the thing is also like the that uh that black, kind of like that fading. It reminds me of like when we were in elementary school and they had like the star fade or the 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 the, the square whenever they would do pictures in the slideshows and then whenever they would go to the next picture. Oh, you know, the,
2: <laughs> the gradients?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's what it reminds me of when I see it like that. And so it just kind of like... Hey.
2: Makes you think of PowerPoint presentations. That's not a yeah. good
1: sign. <laughs> yeah,
3: PowerPoint, PowerPoint, PowerPoint. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, but yeah.
2: All right. All right, so that's your three three down. Alright, mm-hmm. my my three up, I'm gonna start with and I'm actually gonna go back to Olympic Marcial because I actually love their away shirt. Oh yeah, the the red and black.
1: It looks the red bad. and black.
2: Oh wait,
1: Marcial, right? Said, yeah. Okay, Marci- yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm driven, I'm driven. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
2: The navy blue and and uh and obviously the, you got the baby blue in there, so I love that. Um, so I I like it, even though it's very plain. Obviously, you know I love clean jerseys, so this is very clean to me. So that's what I like about it. My number two is niece's away. I like the the stripe down the middle. Uh, once again. You, edward knows me very well I know that this is probably boring to some people but I like a nice clean jersey and this is very clean and it, I don't really even it doesn't even bug me that they have kind of like a a stop in the stripe obviously to show off the sponsor um I like I, it just it it works with me it goes with the color scheme of knees so it's pretty cool for me and then my number one is Olympic Leon's fourth kit um I actually like that they have incorporated all the colors on the badge onto the jersey, which maybe sometimes could be a little bit hard to, could probably be a little bit kind of squashy and doesn't look good. But you know what? Props to Adidas. They did, they made a really good jersey. So yeah, I really like that jersey from Olympic Leon. So that is my three up, Edward. Let's
1: see. So my three up, actually, number three. Is the the p the PSG away jersey simple black and white? I think that's great. But or gray, yeah. But it it just reminds me of like the the jersey, the one that I have, the button one. Oh yeah, yeah, the one we got from my birthday. Yeah, that one. Um, that one was like it, it reminds me of that one. So it, it's pretty it's pretty badass. Number two. I gotta say the the Olympic Lyon uh, home, you know, it has a the white with the red and the blue, but it, then it has like the red uh, accents on the Adidas and the all the Emirates fly better. So that's my number two, and then my number one. I don't know what it is. Then it's just I use the. I don't know. Um, my number one is <laughs> probably going to be weird for you. Or, or if anything, number one is actually the, the Stade Van Ice. I, I think it's just the red and the black. I like how how they did scheme it with sleeves on it and then the back of the collar and that one stripe below the, the emblem. Like I'm not it's, surprised. It's a, just simple, you like, it's a simple design. You like it's a simple design. You just
2: love black and red, or yeah, in this case, red and black. But but
1: but it's a simple design. And then yes, the the, the sponsor, Samsung. Like
3: it's, that it's is a big, it's a huge look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it just reminds me of like Superman. Okay, so I'm a okay. cool.
2: DC fan. Pretty cool. Is it the, is it their symbol for hope?
1: Yeah, yeah. For all we
2: know, they might actually make it a first place. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a it's a hope for sure. But all right, so that is three up three down. Uh, we'll post something on social media. Tell us what's your favorite jersey for League One this season, because uh, there's some pretty cool jerseys. Honestly, uh, I'm not gonna say League One has the best jerseys. I don't really I really don't know what league has the best jerseys. I think that's all opinion based. Um, obviously there's certain clubs that just bring out some of the sickest jerseys out there, but, um, well, we'll see. We'll see what you guys think of for League One so far, though. But that is episode 98. We want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com. Also follow them on Twitter at BellyUpsports and at Up Media. So you can be up to date with what articles are being written from these guys. A lot of great articles. Actually, shout out to, um, to to uh, Parker o- over there from FN Sports who wrote a really great article about the number 34 for the city of Houston. Um, if you guys know, number 34 is very significant for for Houston sports because obviously Nolan Ryan, Akeem Lajuan, and Earl Campbell have been the icons of us for the number 34. And it's a, it's a number that's very special to the city of Houston. So great article that he wrote about that. But also they write about a bunch of baseball uh, soccer from time to time football football seasons coming up so you know they're gonna be hitting hard with the fantasy stuff so go ahead and check them out um, also if you guys want to join their survival pool for the NFL season it's literally just gonna be weekly pick them um, I don't know I, I believe there's gonna be a prize at the end of the season if you're the best one at picking um, but yeah so make sure you guys go ahead and check that up they're also doing it with run your pool as well and obviously make sure you guys go ahead and join our our uh, World Cup Survivor pool as well. Um, shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company A and G Graphics. They created the she created the insert name FC logo. We love the logo so much, and we love her. I kind of did this weird thing that she's she's the mother of our baby logo, and that's why we love her. Um, but it makes sense in, in some sense as well. But if you guys want a logo that we like similar to how much we love our logo, well hit her up on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. So, go ahead and hit up our girl Alejandra. Okay, was like... Um, no, I was going to say, I was, like, I
1: was like, as much as I love Alejandra.
2: <laughs> and as much as I love Alejandra. And shout out to our man, our boy, our everything, Roosevelt Spencer, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. Uh... You know, there's a reason why we named the award after him because he he works his butt off for us and he does he does great beats. Um, he changed up the beats on y'all for the intro. Um, we love it. It's sick. Um, obviously, you know, we asked him to make some random beats for us for the outros. The Erling Haaland beat, fire. Donkey Kong beat, fire. Um, <laughs> the, the one we like for the English Premier League, fire. So just great stuff every single time. He always produces very well for us, man. So we love him so much that you guys should also be using him, man, because he's coming out with great beats. If you guys have like a podcast or a YouTube channel, or maybe you're trying to get into the music business, well, hit up Spencer, man. Follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Hit up a message. Um, because you guys want to do it right now before, you know, Spencer becomes the next DJ Khaled, because then it's it's not gonna co- it's gonna cost a lot to, to use the services. So so, you know, get in now. Before he becomes DJ Khaled, uh,
1: <laughs> what
3: would what, what his, his, his thing be? Like, what would his, his DJ expense You know, I don't. Well, uh, I mean, uh, well, Spencer's
2: not really much of a DJ. He's just a producer, but. I don't know. I don't know what Spencer's thing would be. DJ Bama? DJ
1: Bama?
2: DJ Roll Tide. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. If there's like a bunch of Roll, DJ Roll Tides in, in where he's from in Alabama. Um, so maybe, maybe Spencer can tell us what's his DJ name at some point, but follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. But yeah, man, that's episode 98. Catch us next week for episode 99. It is crazy how much closer we are to a hundred. Um, but it's going to be really cool. Um, we're thinking about getting a special guest to be. It's it's Kelsey. We're getting Kelsey. We're gonna try to get Kelsey.
1: <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs>
2: We're gonna try to get Kelsey on for the, for our the 100th episode. Uh, it only makes sense to have Kelsey on. Um, so, but yeah. So yeah. Thanks for listening to episode 98. Catch us next week for episode 99.
1: All right. Take care, guys.